The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Tonight is the annual Labor 15-team Mixed League Draft. Uh, it is going to be our live stream draft, uh, Fred Zinke and I, with special guest, Joe Sheehan, who's also a part of this draft. Uh, we're going to be covering this draft, all of our thoughts about the draft, and a lot more. It's brought to you by Fantrax and by uh, Underdog, and we're happy to have them aboard. Looking forward to a fun podcast. Everybody, welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast for Tuesday. Uh, this is February 21st. It's also the night of the LABR 15 team mixed league draft. Uh, Jeff Erickson here with Fred Zinke and Joe Sheehan. As always, our podcasts are brought to you by the good folks at Underdog as well as Fantrax. We're happy to have them aboard. Uh, for for fan tracks, uh, it, you can sign, it be entered to win an official MLB signed jersey from Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Uh, for underdog it's the easiest place to play fantasy baseball on, on the planet so thank you to those guys we'll give you more details about their sponsorships but let's get to our guests here joe sheehan long time no talk joe at least it's been at least 36 hours since we've talked and we've got golf clubs in our hands anyway you know i appreciate being here i know like i had the 13th pick in the draft i was your 13th choice to guest on the show but just happy to be on the team <laughs> but number one in our hearts <laughs> that's right What's up, Fred? How are you? Uh, picking first? Not happy about it still? Or are you warming up to the position there? I've come to terms with it. I'm going to take Ronald Acuna. So now you guys can debate whether that was there. I'll tell you right now, I'm taking Ronald Acuna, even if you tell me in the next one minute that it's a bad idea. So go ahead and tell me whether it was a bad idea or not. He broke his knee today. It's a bad idea. Yeah. I hope I, that. I think Don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, not who I go with at number one just because I like the high floor, but I think Acuna's got as big a chance as anybody to be the number one player in fantasy this year, Fred. I think you're going for it with this pick. Who would I, you take if you were number one? Since I think you could probably tell us because he probably won't be there at 13. No, and I wrote, actually wrote it up today. I think Trey Turner is the best player in fantasy. I, I look at the ballpark change for him. He's somebody who has displayed – pretty much every school, every skill you can actually display. I, do, I know we worry a little bit about guys turning 30 and not running as much. I do think the rule change are going to help him a, little, a lot this year too. So I have Turner number one overall. So Jeff and I were talking about Turner last week, um, kind of me initiating that conversation. And what I was saying is when I did some bottom up draft planning, which is one of Jeff Zimmerman's favorite things to talk about, um, 
I found that in many rounds, my favorite guy was a shortstop or one of my favorite guys was, mm -hmm. was a shortstop. And that's what kind of pushed me away from Turner. I just felt like, like I said, like there's like six or seven spots in this draft where uh, I wouldn't mind taking a shortstop and I'm only going to need, you know, two, I guess I could get three. Um, so that was kind of what pushed me towards, uh, I ended up kind of deciding between Acuna and Judge. Um, and I even probably would have taken Jose Ramirez over Turner. Like full disclosure, just in my rankings, Turner comes out, my projections, Turner comes out like right there with Acuna and Judge and even a little bit ahead of Ramirez. It's just the thought that um, I kind of want to pace myself in getting shortstops. And, and maybe that's just a unique aspect of me picking on the turn and who tends to be there on the turn. Yeah, because Turner or Judge or Ramirez or Otani or uh, Soto or Alvarez or all of these guys aren't <laughs> going to be available at 13, I can't say I dug too deeply into the question for me. Right. I, I, once you draft 13, there's a whole big part of the first round you don't have to worry about. Yeah, indeed. Um, so I, it says you're on the clock, Fred, but I don't see And they that. put up in the message board to that oh. they're going to start around 815. Okay, good, good, good. So I've got All a couple right. minutes now to change my mind to Trey Turner. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, I like the idea. Uh, I, I kind of agree with you. I think there are a lot a lot of shortstop options, which is funny because you know, we both played, we've all played this game a long time, and there was a time when it was hard to find middle infielders. And that's one of the things I think that's yeah. radically changed over the last 10 to 15 years. The, the, there's so many stats you can get out of the middle, middle infield now. That's right. By the way, when we do start, hopefully you guys can see the board if you're streaming live with us and you can see that there and see the picks as we made. In the FSGA draft, I actually chose uh, to go Acuna at three over Turner. Um, I, I agonized over it for a second or two, but uh, I decided to go the Acuna route. I, I just wanted a little bit more power. Um, I With the stolen base rules, including the bigger bases and the interruptions, limited number of interruptions from the pitcher, I figure there's going to be more stolen bases. It also means I need to get more, uh, but I'm getting some with Acuna. And I, I just kind of wanted to go that route as far as my build. And then I added a couple other players in the that have speed early on, including uh, JT Real Muto, who gets some from the catcher spot. Uh, so my first three picks all run some. Marcus Semien was my third round pick there. I, I'd be happy to have that start again. I'm not going to get that start at eight, obviously, but I kind of like that route to go. But uh, so... I, originally, I was a little lower on Acuna, and now I've kind of pivoted a little bit. Jeff, picking from the middle as opposed to you know, Fred and I are on the ends more or less tonight. Do you have a preference this year? Because I personally, going through a bunch of best ball drafts, I thought the middle of the draft was a more productive spot. I love drafting in the middle. Seven, eight, nine. Typically, in any one of my 15-team snake drafts, it's my favorite place to be. Uh, not necessarily the first round. And in fact, if the Jordan Alvarez hand issue is at all an issue, um, that, that takes away an option there. My first option at eight, I can, I can tell you that because Fred's not going to take him at one and you're not going to get him at 13. Probably. Uh, I, I will say it may, it was, there is one other player now that I might have a small preference for, but I don't think he gets to me either. So I, I think, you know, in fact, if Tucker, I'll say it, it's Kyle Tucker. If it's, if Tucker and Jordan Alvarez are gone at eight, then I'm going to have a hard decision to make. And it's going to come down to like Otani versus, you know, someone like Vlad or Freddie Freeman. Um, I love Freeman at 13, by the way, if it gets to you there, Joe. Uh, I, I Maybe I'm a little higher than the crowd on Freeman uh, because he doesn't run as much. But he even ran a little bit last year, 12 stolen bases last year, one more than Mookie Betts. So um, I like that spot in the draft, actually. Uh, but I generally speaking, 
you take out the first round discussion, I like the middle of the draft. Fred, do you have a preference? Um, so I like so I I like the middle uh, this year. I think I'll trend like a little towards the front end of the middle. Like I'd like to be like fifth, maybe sixth, something like that. Um, there's kind of been that top five this year, right? Acuna, Judge, Turner, Ramirez, Rodriguez. So maybe pick fifth, and I can get one of those players. Although I wouldn't mind Tucker either. So um, I, I do think the middle is nice for closer runs, especially in a 15 team league. And then uh, this year we can we do see some starting pitcher runs. Um, if you look at the NFBC ADP so far, say from the last three weeks or so, there's some pretty heavy starting pitcher runs in through rounds three to five. So it kind of allows you to sit there like I like me planning out from the end for tonight. Um, like say when I go on the two, three turn here, like if I, if I don't take a starting pitcher, you know, I, like I'm really crossing my fingers until it gets all the way back to me. Or if I were to take two starting pitchers again, I'm really crossing my fingers on which hitters make it back to me. So I think from the middle of the draft, I can play like some chicken with ADP and things like that. So I, the middle, but I think I'd skew a little more towards the front of the middle as well. And I'll echo what Jeff said about Freddie Freeman. I do have him ranked um, right now. I'd say I put him in my top 10, like barely, but I'd put him in my top 10. He's just really feels really safe. Um, He's not going to be probably, he could actually, he could be amazing. He has years, right? If he hit 33 home runs this year and stole 15 bases, we wouldn't be shocked. But I just think the floor on him in that Dodgers lineup, just the Dodgers are going to be good. They're always good. And he's going to be good. And he plays so much. I just think he's a really safe way to get things started. Indeed. Um, you know what? While we're waiting for this to get started, let's take care of some business right away. Let's get this, uh, you know, bang these reads out real quick here. Uh, and so that way we can give you unfettered draft conversation once the draft gets going. Uh, please support our sponsors, Fantrax and Underdog. We really thank them. They help us fund this podcast. So if you are looking for a best ball league, for instance, the, fan, the fantasy baseball season is underway. And there's no better place to play than Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy baseball. Right now, Underdog has MLB Best Ball tournaments live, including the Dinger, which has $500,000 in total prizes. In Best Ball, all you do is join a contest, draft your team, and that's it. There are no waivers, no trades, and no in-season management. Draft 20 rounds uh, of players and get the best cumulative scores in your starting lineup. Three pitchers, three infielders, three outfielders, and one flex each week of the regular season. Right, you know, getting started is super easy in Underdog, too. Just go to underdogfantasy.com, sign up with the promo code RWMLB. And not only will Underdog double your initial deposit up to $100, but you also get six months of our RotoWire subscription for free. Again, that's Underdog Fantasy promo code RWMLB. Draft your $100,000 Dinger team today. Also, on Fantrix, as I see that Kyle Tucker went second overall. Forget wow. Fantrix for a second. We got to. Wow. Boom, boom, chicken soup. But uh, you know, Tim McLeod throwing us a wild wow. curveball there. Yeah. Um, guess I'm not getting him at nine or at eight, excuse me. But uh, hey, so I'll say, I that, like it. Yeah, that Kyle Tucker pick, which isn't like like it's unusual, it's not like crazy or anything, it's just unusual, um, but not unprecedented. Is, I've seen right. it in the NFC already. Yeah, totally. I was gonna say that's a good example of why. Sometimes it isn't bad just to draft as early as as the as you can because you just don't know. Like like I said, I'd like to sit maybe fifth so I can grab one of those players that typically goes in the top five. Um, this time you could have got it at six. Maybe I wouldn't have wanted pick six because I'm like, oh, once the top five are gone, then I don't really care. But now at six, you could you could have gotten one of the top five. So sometimes, yeah, you you map everything out and then it doesn't go 
how you mapped it. Well, Jeff, you got one more pick until you go. <laughs> so Jeff ass- holding his breath, assuming that, um, yeah. that, uh, Scott's not listening to you. Is it, is it Alvarez? If that's what's on the board for you? Uh, it, he's on the board. So he is on the board for me. I, it's the moment of truth now because I am the debating. Hand. Yeah. I, it is. The I, hand. I can't say anything because I'm, I have a vested interest here. So. Yeah, I'm for sure. I can, I can talk up a storm on this one since I, I know, have, you these guys are getting back to me. I'm going to go with Jordan Alvarez. Just, okay. uh, I'm going to do it. Um, but I, it, I think I it's think, the right call. I almost took Freddie. I, I think that. either one of them would have been fine, but I think probably getting too concerned with a, a day-to-day February hand injury might have been like overkill. So I think I think that was right. So here's the reason why I even had I any hesitation at all. Year, but... It's because he dealt with it last year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you have a whole off-season arrest, and you still have you know, it still crops yep. up. Yeah. I mean, if I'm if I'm gonna ding, uh, who is it that has? Uh, um, Oh man, there was a, someone that came up with had. Uh, oh, is uh, Felix Bautista? You know, you know, if I was nervous about his issues and knee and arm yep. fatigue and him getting delayed this spring, why shouldn't I be nervous here? I mean, it's a valid critique, and I'm opening yep. myself up to a whole lot of uh, criticism. There, I am. I'm at the height of my own hypocrisy, or something like that. <laughs> but there's a thousand anyways. relievers, and there's one Jordan Alvarez. Yep, exactly. And the stat yeah. cat charts are crazy. Now, I was thinking about Otani. He finally goes at 11 to Rudy uh, from Rasball, Rudy Gamble. So um, that was my other pivot if I didn't go Freddie. Um, and it's just the thing about Otani is you don't ever get the full benefit of his versatility. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because I'm almost always using him as a hitter. Yeah, for sure. I think this is a – no, this is a one Otani. Is this a one Otani, this format? Like, Tet Wars is a two Otani right oh you is draft the hitter and draft the pitcher right? yeah no, no tell wars is two otanis this is where you choose every week all right joe is up we'll we'll let him be quiet for a minute while he decides well, what he there, wants there was do. a player i wrote about this morning who i thought had a lot of helium coming in and i didn't expect to be here at 13 i'm going to jump uh adp a little bit for this guy i think the changes in toronto are going to make for a great okay. hitters environment Somebody who had a phenomenal September last year. I think he's going yep. to be a true five category star. Give me Bo Bichette. Yeah, or... I think that's he, he was know. one of my top couple guys that were still on my sheet. Give so. yourself Bo Bichette, please. Give me Bo Bichette. All right. <laughs> I'm really happy about that. Yeah. It's, it's another good way to start, right? There's a five category, right. like about as balanced as you get, right? Even if with the extra power, you're right. Maybe you can hit 30 home runs. You'll probably steal, I don't know. Who knows? Twenty bases, something like that. Fifteen on the low end could be a little better than that. Freeman falling to fourteen though is good for yep. for that group. But I think Bo, like I said, like Freeman and, and Bichette were the top guys on my list when you uh, when you pick. So I think that's I think Bichette's totally defensible there. And for shortstop, we talked a bit about shortstop being deep. First base is also deep. Right. Well, I I think the the argument against taking Bichette and taking Freeman over Bichette is that shortstop feels deeper than first base at this point. So right. I could have gone I could have gone in either direction. I don't yeah. think either one was getting back to me though. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I agree for sure. Yep. So uh, comment there, on there, our hairline from our good friend Jeff Zimmerman, um, yeah. which I mean, valid in your guys's case, but I, I, I got a full head of hair. I I still have to get haircuts <laughs> on the regular here. Um, That's right. Paul does it by choice. I mean, uh, not Paul. I was looking at Paul Spore in the in the in the chat room, but 
Uh, Fred, I know you do it by choice. Joe, you do it by choice too, right? You shave your head. No, I do it. I do it because I, I don't shave my head, but I keep it short because I don't have a whole lot up there. Yeah. Uh, I had a ponytail, if you can believe that, when I was uh, 19, no okay, way. 18, 19 years I could years picture old, that. Yeah. I could see that. All right. Um, By the okay, way, Ray Flowers has go... to be thrilled to get Freeman at 14. I know that's like just right up his wheelhouse there. Yeah, he got Freeman uh, Endeavors. We'll let Joe concentrate on what he wants to do while he's doing that. Oh. I'll mention that on the turn, ESPN with a really cool little stack, which is a little more of a football term, but Machado and Tatis. So kind of a cool stack. Hope that maybe Tatis gets back quickly. Hope that he and Machado feed off each other. That's a cool stack. And then Joe comes in with Mike Trout. Oh, so unusual for you, Joe. <laughs> well, I got him, I got him late last year, and you know, he, if he doesn't miss forty games, he's the best player in fantasy. I I still think he's underrated now. Maybe he's not going to run as much as he used to, but you're talking about somebody, one of the few guys in the game you could legitimately project for possibly fifty home runs. So yeah. I have yeah. I'm ecstatic. I know he's ahead of ADP here, but I'm ecstatic to get him at uh, at eighteen. I, I think that's going to be to the extent that I'm going to contend. It's going to be because Mike Trout plays 145 games. Sure. I can see it. I, I would have taken him too there, to be honest. So. It's a tough spot. Like once Freeman goes, I think there's a lot of options in this yeah. group. Devers, if Devers had been there, it would have been a harder choice for me to take Trout. Um, Tatis is a total no go for. I, Tatis is on the do not draft list. The, I, I don't want to get involved with the shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we spent some time talking about him, and it, it's like I, I think at that turn, it's tough. I think end of the second round, I probably would be there. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to ever be there at that point. So it's one of those – somebody's going to take him at that point. I just – we haven't seen him be good for almost two years now. I just can't yeah. get invested in that market. If I'm wrong and he turns out to be MVP, I'll wear it. Fair enough. By the way, I'm going to post the link to – in case you think this grid is a little too tiny, I'll post the link to the draft board, and you can kind of pull it out for yourselves here. Uh, and kind of you can chime in where you see fit. Uh, we haven't had too many shockers here. I don't, I don't see anyone that's like, oh, I can't believe no. he went in the first round. You know, I, you know, no. maybe it's just ordering. Oh, Tucker second yeah. overall. And, Tucker you know, second is probably surprise. the most surprising. Maybe Tatis yeah. right on the turn is a little, but Tucker probably second would be the most yeah. surprising. But it's not not crazy. You're right. So you got two more picks, Jeff, until you're up. Are you thinking? What are you thinking here? You got well. Now we got one more pick until you're up. After Austin Riley just went, so you know you can go pitcher. You can go Garrett Cole if you wanted to. You could. Look at one of these hitters that's sitting at the top of the list. Uh, Go off the board and pick a different pitcher than Garrett Cole. No, no one ever does I won't that. be taking. I don't think I'll be taking Cole here. Okay. I are there any Reds go, in the mix, Jeff? Uh, there are no Reds in the mix. No, there goes Cole anyway. So you definitely won't be taking Cole. All right. I'm. I know it's kind of chasing last year's stats a little bit, but I actually think Paul Goldschmidt's a little underpriced. Um, mm. I. I, I think if for at least one more year, I'm going to go ahead and take him. I'm going to I'm going to go the boring safe route here with Paul Goldschmidt. I uh, nothing wrong with that. So I actually in my in my Tout Wars draft today took him in the second round, so a little later than you because I was pick five, but pretty close. Um, and that's an OBP league, and I was ecstatic. In OBP leagues, I have him in oh, my sure. top, in my top ten hitters. Yeah. So just a little di- batting average league. I don't have him in my top ten, although I think he's a good pick where you just took him, but. Yeah, I think I agree. Like, I think he's not that old where you feel like the wheels are definitely going to fall off soon. I think expecting or hoping for another year from him is fine. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Semyon just went to PNL. Um, eh, 
I like I like Simeon. I I've been taking him a few yep. times myself. I think that's pretty fair value. Uh, Scott tends to draft a little bit like Steve Moyer used to, where he's just quietly picking up value. He's not laying down any gauntlets. He, he's not mm-hmm. staking any claims. He's just picking up the best player at each spot. I, I really like his, his style of drafting. Aaron Nola goes <laughs> as the third pitcher. Not a surprise necessarily, but uh, sometimes, uh, you know, yeah, it's, sometimes, you know, there's others that go before him. Yeah, maybe like a like a minor surprise. I feel like he's if I if I think if we had a NFC NFBC ADP up, he'd probably be like the sixth pitcher or so. But there right. is a cluster now where you know flip a coin, you know pick your poison kind of thing. Who do you want? So yeah, I think I think that's a totally fair pick. I have him in my top three or four pitchers too. I'm kind of I think I'm I thought I would get him actually on the turn. I felt like I was kind of the high guy on Nola, and he would be there on the turn. So. I got the uh, NFB, NFBC uh, high stakes uh, yep. ADP up. And yep. Nola's actually 10th in that group. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, so with a range of 24 to 59. So I, I'm, I'm with you. I was surprised to see him go ahead a bunch of these uh, other starters. I, I don't hate it. Again, it's a high floor thing versus – I think if you get Nola, you've locked in a floor that maybe some of these other pitchers available don't have. Mm-hmm. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. 
My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com All right, so getting closer to your pick here, Fred. Hey, Nolan Arenado in the second. That's a tiny bit of a surprise. Um, but I think it reflects the third base pool uh, re- uh, reflections anyway. a little bit there. Yeah. I was looking today. Fred, you're actually the 16th rated third baseman. <laughs> that makes sense. And I didn't even play third base when I was a kid, so <laughs> that's even more impressive. I did play. Oh. Sorry, yeah. no, I, I, I had uh, uh, my first glove was a left I, I'm left-handed I had a Ron say signed glove somehow still so wow. uh that's that that just thought that was the third base anecdote there uh yeah well it's it's interesting okay were, were you the Mike Squires of your your little league sometimes even my softball team even to this day but yes um nice. you know I think Mattingly did that in spring training dabbled yeah. in that a little bit too he did it in Seattle in 1986 yeah so there you go all right, Fred has taken one uh, one player so far. He took uh, JT Real Muto and Spencer Strider. You're doubling up on Strider. You took him earlier today in Town Wars, too. I did, and he was like – so this is just where you don't know where the draft is going to go. Like I said, like going into tonight, so Strider's ADP is earlier than Nola's. I thought Strider would be gone, and I would take Nola. And I think I actually would have preferred to take Nola. I felt like Nola is maybe a little safer. Um, but – and same thing with the Tout Wars draft. Maybe Nola's really flying up right now and people are starting to get a hang. So I kind of felt like with Nola, like the Phillies are are one of the better teams in the NL. He's a horse. Like, I think he could have really good numbers this year and then also win maybe more games than he has in the past few years. So um, I thought I thought he would be available in both of those drafts. I thought I would get him. And then in both of them, he was gone. And in both of them, I took Strider. So, um, yeah, I know Strider feels a little risky. Um, so I thought about him I thought, for a long time before I took him in the Tail Wars draft. And I didn't have a long time, so I just went with it. I do right. feel I'm like less concerned about performance and injury yeah. than volume with him, right? Are they still going to yep. manage his innings going yep. forward? Yep, that's the concern. If he doesn't get hurt, you know, how many innings are they going to let him throw? So that is my right. concern. And I did think about just taking – but then I looked at some of the other pitchers I had ranked high. So Max Scherzer, I worry about the innings a bit because he's so old. Uh, Shane McClanahan, late season injury, so I worry about mm-hmm. the innings. Verlander, how could you not worry about the innings at his age? Right. So – and those were kind of my next guys. DeGrom, you were going to worry about the innings a lot. So I just felt like I was worried about the innings with all of them, but Strider's just got that crazy strikeout rate. So um, – so I went with him, but I do feel like, like I said earlier, that there's a really big cluster starting yep. with Nola went in our draft. We've seen Nola, Alcantara, Strider. We're going to see a whole bunch of other pitchers come off the board soon. So, um, yeah. Also, we just saw the first closer go. Uh, Steve yep. Gardner took Edwin Diaz early in round three. Indeed. A little later than I've seen in an FPC draft. In fact, we keeping it fresh was asking, is that a little late? Kind of, uh, think- but Sorry, a lot of the drafts I've seen have been draft champions leagues where we're not getting, yeah. you know, fat ability to fab closers. So I think that changes yeah. the, uh, it up a little bit here, here you can trade, you can fab. It's a little lot different there. Yeah. I think that's what we've got to get our heads out of draft champion season soon. And because draft champions, it, it makes perfect sense. And, uh, or any sort of, or best ball or whatever, like they all make sense. But in, in this, 
you know, because we can fab, because we can trade, you know, you can still take your closer in round three if you want, but there's not as much pressure to do so. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, and Claws going on the heels three picks later. Yeah. Clause A, Clause. Yeah. Clause A, you know. Uh, Jeff is up, so we'll cut Jeff this it. conversation. You keep we'll talking. Yeah, we'll keep talking. We'll let him go full strategy. What do you think? So I'll ask Joe. I took Real Muto on that turn. Um, do you think that's? Do you have him as your number one catcher? And do you think that's fine to take a catcher that early this year? I think I think it's fine, especially with the question marks about steals. If they're going to be more steals, as a guy like Real Muto, who steals his bases more on smarts and skill than necessarily raw speed, I think these rules might benefit guys like that as opposed to say just the burners who it probably won't affect at all. I do think it's interesting that Varsho went two picks behind him. That's yeah. that shows how much Varsho has moved up, especially I think with this move to Toronto, where mm-hmm. it's going to be a good park for him. So I didn't have them that close a month ago, and now I'm mm-hmm. seeing them go in this great proximity to work. Yeah, I think with Varsho, if he can hit lefties well enough to stay in the lineup, he can really mm-hmm. have a volume that that very few catchers can have. Okay, so Jeff jumped in and took Justin Verlander. Agonized off. over this pick, guys. As you saw, it got down to like two seconds. Yes. Um, I mean. It, Honestly, I, I didn't have like I would have taken you know I, I would have taken Lindor I would have taken Classe there I mean I didn't have like a target that was my problem it's like I don't have my like oh I gotta get him at this spot sort of type of player and I need to I need to get onto that better a little bit there but I kind of I I I, I kind of I mean I'm not worried about the new contract with uh, Verlander. I'm not worried about a new locale. I mean, yes, right center is a little bit in because of the special watcher experience thing, also known as luxury boxes behind right center somehow. Uh, But, you know, at the same time, I think that they're going to be a team that uh, is going to win a ton of games. He's going to be, I think he'll be solid again. And I think he might even throw more innings than last year. Uh, Now a full year removed from the injury. Yeah, that's right. You talked about the, uh, the the possibility of a starter run from you know, not not being able to uh, respond to it from where you were. And here we're seeing Verlander, Woodruff, Radon. Okay, uh, uh, Rudy breaks it with uh, going with Jazz Chisholm, but I think this but may he be already had a starter too, about. though. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the starter run, and I so I did feel that pressure on the on the one two turn, the pick one turn. I did kind of feel the pressure to take a starter and a hitter. I didn't, I, I thought about taking Lindor with Real Muto and I just thought, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the pitching pool is going to look like when it comes all the way back right. to me. I just don't, I just want to be able to to pivot. So, and not pass someone up that I really like on the next turn. So that is the, that's the disadvantage of being on the turn this year. I, I would not want to be, I don't really love being on the end turn too, because at least, at least my turn, I could get at the guy I really love Acuna. I don't think I love being on the end turn. I'd rather just sit in the middle. Okay. Joe is on the bo- on the top on the up. clock now. Yeah. After Justin Mason subbed in to go fly in from the top rope and take Cedric Mullins for Alan Harrison. <laughs> no, um, yeah, this uh, is a tough like, spot because both both Ray and uh, I'm sorry, who's drafted for yesterday? Is that Kyle in the Kyle Soppy? Yeah, spot? yeah. I I feel like I have to take a starter here. I can't pass it off and hope one yeah. of them comes back because four of them conceivably go. Now it's a matter of picking between the the three that I'm looking at here and it's, well, it's risk and it's risk and it's, well, look, there's some risk here. Yep. Just yeah, go full the drum. Do it. No, do it. 
given the other two guys available, I can't. I'm going with the guy I've been taking in best ball the whole year, whole winter, and yeah. hoping that uh, the late season injury, the neck shoulder thing we saw at the end of the year, doesn't uh, blow up on me. I have Shame to say, I, I was surprised that McClanahan and I'm surprised that Degrom are still there. Both of them, I'm surprised about. I'm, I'm a, not when it went, surprised on Scherzer. Fred, when it went. Verlander, Woodruff, Redon. I just assumed I wasn't getting McClanahan. I thought it was yeah. possible it would go McClanahan and the other two starters, and I would be yeah. stuck with well, probably taking a hitter at that point. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm very happy to get McClanahan at uh, was it uh, thirty forty three. Yeah, I agree. Joe, I'm going to let you focus on your next pick and uh, share uh, another note from our other uh, good sponsor, Fantrax, uh, part of uh, you know our sponsor all throughout draft season. Uh, Fantrax is the most customizable fantasy, fantasy platform in the industry, offering the greatest fantasy experience for your dynasty, your keeper, redraft, best ball, and auction leagues. Coming from another service, Fantrax makes it easy. Fantrax can import any of your current leagues and customize if needed. We used Fantrax uh, for our auctions during the pandemic the last couple of years. We're going to be live in New York this year for Tout Wars, but Fantrax was awesome in that respect. They offer the most in-depth player pool in the industry, including minor league players. Do you need a customizable commissioner service for your fantasy league? Fantrax offers more customization than any other platform. Waivers, categories, scoring systems, schedule. Fantrax offers custom solutions for all that and more, and it's all free. Sign up for free today and be entered to win an official MLB signed jersey from Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Simply go to Fantrax.com slash Rotowire and sign up today. That's F-A-N-T-R-A-X dot com slash Rotowire. Fantrax, the home of fantasy sports. Here today with uh, Joe Sheehan and Fred Zinke as we do the live draft. And Joe's on the clock with 10 seconds left. What are you going to do? True story, guys. My, my cue was Robert Scherzer and a, Robert, and a, and a pitcher I didn't want to take. So I kind of went off the board. I almost doubled up at shortstop with Corey Seager, who was far and away the highest rated player I have left. I just I don't feel like I want to do that at this point in the draft. I did that actually last year. Last couple of years, I doubled up at shortstop. And I don't like the way the builds went from there. So that's my shortstop I took a second thing, starter. Yeah. Yeah, I took a I took a second starter because I feel like at this point in the draft, you really can't go wrong taking a second starting pitcher. It's not my preferred build, but I the when Robert went, it really tied my hands. I'm Kyle Soppy's already beating the crud out of me in a golf draft league, and now he gets to beat the crud out of me in a baseball league. I'm kind of a little sick about of Kyle Soppy. I got to tell you, yeah. yeah Ky- Kyle's got a good amount of risk so far. Where the Machado pick was safe, but the Tatis pick risky. Robert Scherzer, you know, Robert, yeah, Scherzer, Robert, like, like he's got a fair amount of risk, but that's okay. Like, there's, there's no prize for fifth place, so there's some high ceilings on all the players he's picked so far. Yeah, indeed. Um, yeah, I, I liked, I really liked the uh, Robert pick too. I, I would have happily taken him on the comeback. Uh, it didn't happen that way, so so be it. But uh, so it goes. Um, I also, I'm you know, pretty what sure I love ahead wouldn't have come back to me. So. Oh, yeah. no, I, I would be shocked if he had come back to you. I think he would have gone on the turn then at, at the very least. So, yeah. yeah. By the way, I love it when I'm using my draft tool. I'm trying to talk and also, you know, try to do all this at the same time. And I get one out of line. And so I have to delete, delete, add, delete, add, and all that. Good times. Um, something to be said about not using it, you know, just using paper and pencil and crossing crossing guys off sometimes. Not there yet, oh, though. I can't you? do that. I am older than... Most people listening. How about that? <laughs> so that guy that, that 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 are we allowed to say names of guys who haven't been picked, or do we not do that? Is that an etiquette thing in the, on the on the stream? Or doesn't matter to me. Doesn't matter um, to me either. No you one's listening. My, out there. You can poison my particular well. Degrom is still out there. I am shocked and also nervous 
that he's always that he's going to make it all the way back to me, and I'm going to have to be the guy who decides. Yeah, I mean, he, he's getting getting passed around like spoiled milk right now. But uh, yeah, you know, how I, many innings? I, I want to know part of him. How many innings does Degrom have to throw at this point, though, to justify the ADP? Like to just sorry to justify this draft slot. Would last year's work was 103 innings last year? No, it was two years ago. It was 103 innings. I think you need more than that to justify round four, even at his level of ability. Wow, Tim Anderson in the fourth. Tim Anderson is really early. Um, wow. He was actually one of my targets, but not for a couple of rounds. I actually don't think. I know it's not a terrible pick or anything, but this—that's not where he's been going. It is where Tim Anderson went for like three years up until this year. Yeah, he was uh, always I, a fourth round pick. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm, I'm. I think. I mean, I, it's justifiable, but you're kind of banking on a lot of things. I mean, yeah. you mentioned Corey Seager. He's not going to get to you, Fred. Um, <laughs> I was like, do I say it now? Are you foreshadowing your selection? I am. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take it because it is my turn anyhow. So yeah, yeah. as well. Corey Seager it is. Come on down. Uh, yeah. And I should have, you know, my only concern is I don't, I could, I should have more speed, but I love Corey Seager. I love, I, I think the top half of this lineup is very good. Um, and I, I think, he in particular is someone I'm going to be taking a lot at this price. Got him in the uh, FSGAs as well at the end of the fourth. So it's not too much farther off. I think it's Grand Theft shortstop. I think it's a fantastic pick. Oh, thank you. I like Seager a heck of a lot better than I like Tim Anderson. Yeah, same. Yeah. Uh, except what do you guys think runs the... and Se- Seager doesn't what? run. That's the only negative there. What do you think of the analysis that's been done? Every time somebody's done a who's going to be helped by the shift ban this year, I feel like Seager is wafted to the top of those lists. Do you see that as being worth 15 points of batting average, 30, 45? Where are you on that, Jeff? Probably not that dramatically high because I think teams will adjust. Uh, I don't – yeah, I, 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 but I do think all these left-handed hitters are really going to uh, benefit from that. By the way, Kevin Gossman in the fourth is surprised given their DeGrom is available. Other starting pitchers are available that I like better. Um, I, you know, Gossman was singled out in personally singled out as enforcement of the Bach rule too. Yeah. That, that is bothered. That is bothersome. It does affect me. Well, do you believe the output stats last year that showed him to be a top 10 starter in the AL or do you believe the the underlying stats that showed him to be the best starter in the AL? I mean, where which pitcher do you think you're drafting in that slot? I mean, that's that's a good question. Uh, I mean, year two of a contract is usually almost always better when it's a, a big name contract. But at the at the at the other on the other hand, um, I don't know. I mean, I. I need to be convinced a little bit more on Gossman. I probably need to dig in a little bit more. This is why these early drafts are really good. They kind of challenge my presumptions a little bit. I I only have questions, Jeff. I don't have answers. So. I noticed. Thank you. You. So you and Fred are supposed to have the answers. I'm just teeing you guys up. Yeah, appreciate you. It Will Smith, that's interesting. Can one of these guys just take DeGrom so that I don't have to make the decision? It's getting no, closer. it's going to... You don't have a pitcher. Oh, no, you do. You have Strider. What am I talking about? I, I thought you were talking about not having a pitcher, and then you decided to go with Strider. So he threw us for a little bit. Strider DeGrom is – they might throw 200 innings. They might throw 400. Let's have some fun. 
Kind of like Teoscar going there. Love, I love Teoscar anyhow. Never. But. What's that? You don't like Teoscar? I've never, never, never been a fan. Uh, just low BP right-handed sluggers are just the category of player I'd never get excited about. Okay, fair. Tough, but fair. See, Dylan Cease is a guy, too. I just I don't think he can pull this trick off for a second straight year. I, I, I think the walk rate's going to get him. Neither so, that or the rhythm. I was going to take Dylan wow. Cease until he just went, so at least I didn't take the guy that Joe thinks I shouldn't take. So that's I, good. I, I, you, you should definitely take the, the right-handed starter who will give you the riskiest rotation in fantasy history. <laughs> Fine. Okay. That's a good sound. Sure, why not? You did it. You did it. And you then, did it in a minute. Good man. Good man. And okay, then we got I, Hall and Oates and Miami Sound Machine from Jeff in the last 45 seconds. Nice. And then I'm not even excited about this pick either. I'm not... I do not love how this turn went. So Sal Prez, my highest oh. ranked remaining hitter. Ooh. I, that was a snap call for me in the fifth round. If he got to me, by the way, I, I, I think, it. I don't know. I think he's solid and I kind of already have uh, with 20 catcher steals from rail Muto and Acuna should be among the top base stealers. Like I feel like I could take a pure hitter and I, I gotta say it feels pretty good to not have to take a catcher the rest of the draft, mm. but but I don't love this turn. So I'll, I'll be honest. I was actually hoping for Cease. And then Joe talked me out of it. But he went before me anyways. Um, just because I was, I felt like the innings were more locked in than DeGrom. Um, I was hoping for maybe just someone like Castillo or Gosman. Who's just think the innings are safer. Um, I did think of Arias. I thought about him before, right before DeGrom. But I don't know. Whatever. I'm taking DeGrom. The fourth round was just a whole bunch of guys avoiding drafting Jacob Degrom. Yeah, I should have put him on the fifth. Um, I should have picked Perez first, just so I could say I waited all the way till round five. On <laughs> just, just then when he craps out on me and throws sixty innings this year, I can say what? Well, whatever. It's fifth round pick. No big deal. Ah, fifth round picks sorry. fail all the time. They do. Did they you do. really think you were going to get Manoa, Joe? A boy can dream. <sighs> <laughs> I did not think you were going to get Manoa, but I didn't think I was going to get McClanahan last time. For That's so. true. That's true. So I haven't bothered to look, <clears throat> excuse me, at the full draft board, like in chart form, but I feel like there's been quite the run. I'll pull it up of whatever color they put the pitchers in yellow. Yeah. There was a pretty good run of yellow there from about, from about where Jeff, where you went in round two all the way till now. There goes Ryan Presley. That was my other option. If I wanted to go away from, if I didn't want to take DeGrom as I could have taken a closer. Fred, you know, I'm not happy with Presley going right there. That uh, you do. Ha- you do have a lot of Presley. I have an affectation. Yeah. You have a lot of Presley. So Solid closer on a great team. Yeah, sure. Uh, sign me up. A little injury prone, yeah. but, yeah. but good. I got nothing against Ryan Presley. So yeah, like you said, totally locked Ooh. in closer on Dansby getting the love he deserves. Yeah, wow. his rotowire projection was really, really good. Like you guys have him blowing up again this year. I have him for two sixty, twenty five, and thirteen. I don't think that's that crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I could be confusing it. I, I think saw, maybe ranking so wise, algorithm wise, maybe it's high. But right, if you look at the actual good. projection itself, I, I think it. I don't. I, I don't. I mean, point out where it's wrong, and I'll, I'll, I can. We can talk about it, but. I could be remembering a different side. It was Dansby's no, it, projection was brought up on uh, 
on a, on a, the newsletter Slack at some point during the off season, it was as a really big number. I think it was. I thought it was you guys. It could be. I could be wrong. Yeah, I just like that. You know, some, we're putting some respect on Dansby's name. Um, he he. Although I shouldn't be happy because I could have get him in a bargain again otherwise. But because uh, he's been, he was like Grand Theft Dansby last yep. year. All right, so you got. I didn't want to do it, but you guys. For I, I feel like you owe it to you. Owe, I owe it to him. I'm going to take Josh Hader here. Uh, I think he's the last of a category. I think there's more risk after him as a closer. I understand he had that that six week sojourn, uh, but he also finished super strong. And yeah, sign me up. It was a blip. I, I think if you're, you know, where I stand on closers, but if you're going to take yeah. closer, there's every chance Hader ends up as the number one guy again. He was yeah. fine after that like three week period in San Diego. Exactly. That's that's exactly how I feel. Oh, Sorry. George Springer. Yeah, I, I, I'm I, I'm all in on Toronto hitters this year. I really am. You really think the park is going to improve that much for them? I think it was already a good hitters park, and now it's are a you all one. out? Plus, they get a, pitchers. Yeah, um, I mean, I would like except to for have, Manoa. I think he's, right, except for Manoa. But I wasn't taking Gaussman. I'm not taking you know, the rest of that rotation. Um, I'm out on Romano. Just, I, I, but I really, especially since we've reached a point now where I would have liked to have gotten that second outfielder. Springer was pretty high relative to the other guys I have in in this uh, in this group. So I'm sweating right. these next three picks a little bit. By the way, my, uh, comment right. Scott Pianowski took Framber Valdez right before my pick. Uh, BZA RZA GZA loved the pick. I like the pick too. He's another. Yeah, yep. you're not going to get the massive strikeouts, but honestly, same with Julio Urias, who went at uh, the McLeod at five point two. I like those guys at those prices. Um, Valdez is think, one of like six guys who you can expect to throw 32 starts, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, <sighs> you're getting good ratios. I, I sometimes think a little drop in the strikeout rate is good, uh, is fine as long as you're getting volume. And this, it almost in a way ensures you get a better chance at volume. Right. Yeah. No, that's true. That's a good point. Another Astros pitcher off the uh, off the board in Christian Javier. Um, I thought Joe is not a little earlier. So somebody's yeah. looking over my shoulder and just picking off my cue here. Yeah. yeah Javier, I think is a good pick at that point. Like a lot man. of strikeouts. So we'll let Joe kind of lock it in and think about what he wants to do here. But another good solid round of pitchers here. Like we've got, I don't know, at least half this round, more than half this round has been, has been pitchers so far. So you can see a common strategy this year. A lot of hit, not as many pitchers maybe pushing into the first 15 or 20 picks, and then a lot after that. Oh, there's a fun pick. Andres Jimenez. Uh, yeah. Big fan of the skill set. Well, loved him with the with the Mets. Like Always liked him better than Rosario, and both players played well last year, but Jimenez really showed out. Um, and again, I think I'm going to get a floor with homers and steals with him that you know, just at this point in the draft, I'm just trying to avoid landmines. All right. Uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so people are commenting upon my uh, my musical preferences. I mean, they're 100 percent. I'm refusing to look at the comments. I'm sure I'm getting dunked on like nobody's. No, been. not at all. No, it, it's okay. all friends here, too, dude. I mean, it's all nice people in the comments. And what, I see Spore. Colette. I see Spore. What are you kidding me? All good. Nothing but the finest people. Nicest people <laughs> ever. Is there a height limit in this with Colette? Spore, do you have to be like six two to join? Somehow we let you oh, no, in. I see Shelly. Okay, I know Shelly's shorter. shorter. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, we. Uh, you know, I. You know, yeah, I, I have nothing else to add there. Um, Gallon goes at the turn. I like Gallon a lot. Yeah, me too. This is a good group of pitchers. Like this is again where I didn't really like being on that last turn. Like I like the pitchers mm-hmm. who are going 
now just as much as I like the one that I took. And I felt the same way on when I took Strider. And then I liked like McClanahan just as much, whatever it was, 13 picks later. So yeah, it's still a deep, good group of, you know, potential aces. Indeed. Indeed. Jose Abreu, what do you guys think about him in Houston? RBIs out the wazoo. Yeah. I mean, he's going to have so many RBI opportunities in that lineup. You know he's going to play every day. You know he's not going to walk much, so it's going to be 625 at-bats or whatever it is. I that, That's a solid pick. That's yeah, I don't mind him, for oh. sure. <sighs> okay. Uh, you were going to take Carol? Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, just chat, I posted I, I in the, thought... the, the draft chat room, damn it, Ray. So you're not the I only – I guess I was Carol. never getting him. He let, he lasted longer than I thought he would. Son of a gun. That's a bummer. Given my team's particular set of needs, um, yeah, that's that's suboptimal. You both got a little too cute. You left him around a little too long. No, and I don't usually do that. I usually take the guy I want when I want him. I had I took a closer. I won. I wanted him though. I mean, that's the thing. There's lots of things I want here. Right. As Wayne's Worlds would say, there's lots of uh, people's girlfriends in that room. <laughs> so uh, so it goes. This this is I a hoping for a trade yes, I'm old. Deal with it. You know what? The first that you're right. The first like three rounds or so is just like all fun and games. You just take whoever you like the best, whatever. Now we we started to hit the point where you start looking at your roster and thinking, okay, it's time to start balancing it out. Like I could really use a this, or I could really use a that, and start thinking about you know what you, you need. Could go so, with this, or you could go with that. Yeah, pretty much. You start really thinking. Who's the black sheep? What's the black sheep? Sorry. <laughs> right, and this, and you can't fill I, all the holes at the that same. That was for time. you, Paul. <laughs> All right, uh, people are taunting me with Estuary Ruiz comments, and that's me. Oh, there goes one of Jeff's guys right before his pick. I don't know if you were thinking about it. Oh, but... I, I was thinking about Darvish. I, I, I missed out on Urias and Darvish uh, at the, you know, but. I thought Darvish was going at like a seventh round price earlier there. So I don't have to reach for anything, guys. It's not a overall contest. If I don't get my speed now, I'll get it in the trade market or I may not get it. Who knows? I've always, always, always undervalued speed. So there you go. Um, It's like when I do all of my, uh, you know, when I, when I do uh, all my like projections, you know, especially, SGPs, you know, it, it just, I, I don't put it pr- the proper value on it and it's okay. It usually ends up being okay. So there you go. Devin Williams goes, he, he was like, to me, the, like the last closer now that the, with the Bautista news, I mean, there's Kenley, I suppose, but I'm super nervous about Kenley this year. And Adley Rushman just went, that's an interesting pick. Good one. I think. I just don't Although know if I they want he seems like a better real life player than a fantasy player. He sure. Just, I don't think the, the context numbers, the runs and RBIs are going to be there. Yeah. So I'm going to buy a p- player on spec right now. Um, and hope that take a red, he... take a red. Oh God. Uh, almost. I'm going to take a pirates close. <laughs> oh, last guy. Oh. Like you team fun. That's fun. I, I'm, yeah. I'm locking up my middle hey, early guys. You took, but... you took the, the most fun pirate. And then, Joe, you took the least the, fun but most stable pirate. Right. <laughs> Except for that whole staying on the team stable. That's, I mean, the, well, the best the, news. The, the pirate having the least amount of fun. The trade would be the best news Joe could get, right? 
that mm-hmm. he gets that shipped out of there. Out. Sure, of course. I looked at him when I took Reynolds, Jeff. I think he's this is right. This is the exact right range for him. And it, like I say, it's like the opposite of Brian Reynolds, where if he blows up, it's forty thirty, and you're just, even if he gets two fifty, that's an explosive. That's a great, great pick. He could also take. He could also hit one ninety five. That's the problem. But uh, you know what? He also this is has why he wasn't speed. a first round pick. And I, yep. he also yep. has some speed. I want a little bit of that. So there you go. Some speed. Didn't he have like? Did he break stack? No, it was the throw that broke stack cast. That's right. Yeah, was, throw and like hard hit rate. So there, there's right. multiple breakings. So there is that. Uh, uh, more more starters I like are going. Yeah, oh. this is a this is a range. I would have taken Tristan McKenzie too. Mm-hmm. Let's see. There's got to be some half-broken pitcher we can add to your roster now. Tired glass nose. Oh, I was just looking I'm, at. I'm I was just looking at. Oh, him. that would be. <laughs> Fred's going to finish the year with 57 innings pitched. <laughs> I don't I, wish that for you, my friend. I'm just you're, you're introducing that energy. No, the, it's uh, it's draft. possible. So actually, I don't know if you guys remember this. Do you remember Mike Podhorzer's team from last year? Oh, it yeah. came up in the comments. Yeah. Okay. He took the all risk team. And, and he for actually, a while it was working. Absolutely. It started the year off really well, which makes perfect sense for the all risk team. He took a group of players where if the season was like 30 games long, that he'd <laughs> have a great chance of winning. because they're super skilled. And then eventually it didn't, he didn't make it all the way through. Now, like it's not to say that the plan can't work, but um, it would have worked if it weren't for those meddling kids. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Logan Webb, Scott Jensen and I were doing the podcast, uh, the Sunday podcast, and his name came up. And when digging under the hood, I, I liked him less than I thought I would. Yeah, he's a guy where when you look at his surface stats from the last couple of years, you're in. And then when you look at um, some of the underlying stats from last year, I, I've been down this that exact, oh, I really wanted Xander Bogarts. He just went. And then when you look at, yeah, as I said, when you look at some of the underlying stats, then you're kind of, kind of out not overpowering and you know who knows if the wins will be there with that team two years ago they scored a bunch of runs are they going to do that again yeah you know web could pitch web could be a guy you know 380 era one two whip and only win eight games and that's the, yeah. the flaw there yeah indeed gunner is that what was that a target for you joe he was. I, I didn't think he was going to get back to me. It's just players who I like right now are, are going. It's once you get past you know the the short side of the even numbered rounds for a guy like me, you know you're going to lose you know, twelve guys you actually wanted. It's just the nature of, of where you're drafting. That's why it's another reason. Like psychologically, I like the middle because you're just never that far behind the draft. Yeah, indeed. By the way, uh, question about catchers. You start two catchers. Fred didn't take two catchers, did you? You only took. I did. One, right? Yeah. It's a uh, oh, two. Yeah, yeah, that's we right. Better, we better so, start two. <laughs> yeah, we do start two. It's always a two catcher league in this one. It's old school. Um, so there you go. Uh, asked about to- Otani. Did he go as hitter? He goes as both. You get to choose each week, Robert. Uh, Robert Cohan asks, uh, does Otani go as hitter? He goes as a hitter and a pitcher. Uh, so you just have to choose each week. You don't get them all the time. Uh, Gabriel Chavez says uh, he likes PNL's build. Uh, lots of huge power, stable, durable starters. If you look at Scott's lineup, that's Betts, Semi, and Olsen. Yeah, Schwarber. That's that's very PNL esque. Pitchers: Framber, Valdez, and Joe Musgrove. Yeah, I, I like this as well. Uh, so I didn't want to tip my hand, but I uh, I did follow Joe's plan to get another half broken pitcher. 
So yes. uh, my new team, my new team is players who lost fantasy value in the past week, which is not where I thought I was going with this. <laughs> play. But Degrom was going like in the round two, three turn about a week ago. Batista was going about a round earlier a week ago, at least. And Marte was going a little earlier a week ago. So I'm picking up all these guys. So this will be my don't believe the February overreactions to minor injuries thing, or, or half my team is going to be on the IL because all these guys aren't going to be ready for the start of the season. We'll find out in five weeks. Yeah. I think Batista falls into the former category. It's like taking Alvarez. You just, you're going to win that pick. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this could his if his injury turns out to be something, then it's not great. But I kind of like so Jeff, you had said that you kind of felt like when uh, Devin Williams went that that was kind of the end of that tier of closers. So I feel like Batista's if he's healthy, he's in that tier. So I'll take a shot okay. because like like yeah, oh I like agree that I didn't like if I didn't take Batista here, I might not have taken a reliever for a long time. So I'll give him a shot. Um, yeah, and then Starling Marte like. I don't know. You can go with he had double groin surgery in the offseason, so he's not going to be very good. Or he says he played through pain all last year, and now he had double groin right. surgery. And now right. he feels better. So it's, you know, pick a side on that whole thing. Yep. But uh, I really yeah. wanted Xander Bogarts on that turn, and I knew it would be tight, and he didn't quite make it. And I just felt like he was just like a kind of boring accumulator that my team could use right now. And I also wanted Tristan McKenzie on that turn. Same kind yeah. of thing. Just would be fine. Like he'd throw 190 innings, he'd be his ratios would be fine, get 190 strikeouts or something like that. And I could my staff could kind of use that, but oh well, here we are. Vinny Pasquantino, I like that pick at this point. Um uh, I don't like at this point because I wanted yeah, to take thinking him. about it. Uh, I'm I'm you know, I'm friends of Vin- Vinny P. Yeah. So, but I'm not. I'm really glad Steve took the Byron Buxton decision away from me. Yeah. <laughs> I like your comment in the forum there. Thanks for jumping on that grenade. Uh, yeah, good, good call, Tyler O'Neill. What do you guys make of Tyler O'Neill? I had a hard time with him because I that that outfield is so crowded. I mean, he could end up in a platoon situation. I'm not sure he's going to end up an everyday player. I can see I, that. I have him ranked competitively, but probably such that I'll never get him. Like I have him ranked so that I probably want him in one more round, and. That's just not gonna not gonna get him probably this year. Yeah, yeah. but there were some notes coming out of uh, out of St. Louis that there so there was somebody they were sticking and giving some outfield at bats to, and I'm, I'm blanking on. But it, was, it just added to a very crowded situation. They've got Yepes, Burleson, O'Neill, Carlson, uh, Newt Bar. That's a, that's five, and off the top of my head, Jordan Walker's going to end up out there, obviously, with Arenado, you know, sticking in St. Louis. It's it's a really crowded situation. Yeah, I was like, oh, he'll be third base. Oh, no, no, he no. will not be a third base. And Walker might not have ended up at third base anyway, but now for sure he's not. Well, that, that, so I always find it fascinating when you got a player uh, that is, at, you know, coming up at a certain position, but squarely blocked. Like there's zero chance he's going to win that position. Um, and it makes you like, how do you, where do you do with him? I mean, it, it's, as you, you know, it screws up a prospect to put him out of position, I feel like, a lot of times. It's the Nick Senzel problem, uh, and Nick Senzel's not even that good. Uh, but, you know, what I'm saying is, like, he was that elite sort of level prospect, and all of a sudden now you're kind of like, okay, where do we put him? You don't well, want to put him at the It's not a situation, but it's not Senzel where they moved him, and then they moved him, and they moved him again, and they kept you know, picking they spots might. that he wasn't necessarily wired for. 
Walker was probably always going to move from third base to a corner. He's got the arm for right field, and now just give him a lot of reps in right. Now you can say, look, you're a right fielder now, and go play right field. Whereas with Sinzel, there was always the, well, you're a second baseman. Well, Scooter Gannett had a big year, so now we're going to move you to center field. Oh, you can't play center field for more than eight minutes without getting hurt. Now your career is basically broken. (laughs) Yeah. There's just so so many different – I think there's so many different difficult uh, spots there with that St. Louis. It is super crowded. I mean, I figure O'Neill's going to play. Newbar is going to play, although he could slump just as easily. But Dylan Carlson was everybody's like shining toy last year. You know, or at least he was mine because I had him everywhere and he failed. You can't give up on him. I mean, he's still watch right. You can't yeah. give up on Nor- Norman Gorman, uh, uh, although they kind of have. They got Edmonds got to play somewhere. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, Brandon Donovan squeezed Gorman out of a spot. I mean, yeah, so Donovan's going to play. play. Yeah, Donovan's got to play somewhere. It's uh, it's a super crowded mix. Are you mad at Franco or Kirk? Franco, um, but it's okay. Yeah, I, he's I'm your type of guy. Yeah. Guys I want. yeah, well, I, having Bichette makes makes that hurt less. Yeah. By the way, Franco on, uh, is right at squarely in the better in real life than fantasy category, though, too. Yeah. But in our league, because it's an OBP league, I think he'll still have a lot of value. Yeah, I mean, he could. I mean, he could just tear it up and you know he could hit for a bunch of power all of a sudden uh but he either has to hit for power or run and i'm not in he has the sprint speed to do it but they, he just hasn't run so far i'm not looking is jason collette yelling at you in the chat for dig, for digging on uh, wander franco i'm not digging i think he's a great player i just don't think he's a great fantasy player i think those are not those aren't discordant 10 seconds oh come on Alan, make fix. it easy not for you me. no alan's not gonna make it easy for me Oh, you wanted to Camilo Duvall, or no? He no, did, I wanted you know, him to didn't. pick one of the two guys I, I wanted to look at. Well, him. you might get both of them. Now, yeah, that's, don't. That's, when you speak of them, speak right. well. Unless, unless you can't take them both because they're like the same guy. But no, I just I haven't really won this bet yet so far on the draft. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Nelly. Well, I I really think that the Brewers won this trade. <clears throat> Um, I think this is guy's going to be one of the best catchers in fantasy this year. So I'm going to go ahead and I'll take him here and hope for the best uh, on the comeback. You sound unhappy, Jeffrey. Yes, I am. Unhappy, can I, Joseph. Can I pick? Do I know how to pick? I don't there know. Clearance. I'm going to say no. You're not allowed to. Sorry. Undo it. <laughs> love this guy. Absolutely love this guy. So I have him in the Rotoir no. staff keeper league for cheap. Love that. I'm happy anytime someone takes a catcher at this point in the draft. That's true. Yeah, that, that obviously helps. It's <laughs> right? One more pick that didn't though. take someone I want. Yeah, you yeah. really want to see a lot of purple rain here. For sure. Hey, those two Contreras oh, going in the same, same round is pretty uh, – mm-hmm. that's pretty interesting. If you had told us that a year ago, that Wilson yeah. and William Contreras would go in the same round a year later, that – like, yeah, no one would have believed I liked I like William better than Wilson. I, I'm just going to say that right now. I know I have Sarah like, Sanchez right on the uh, podcast on Thursday, so she may, she's going to yell at me for that. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I think William's going to be phenomenal there. I, I like the I, ballpark. I like the playing time opportunity. Yeah. It's everything to like about this. I'm very, very happy with that, with the pick. And I'm very happy. Like I said, I thought they won that trade going away, despite your estuary Ruiz love. <laughs> uh, speaking of not running, here goes Carlos Correa. Mm-hmm. There goes Kenley. Breath holding time. Breath holding time. Pretty please. For Slot me, that Ray, was, maybe not, but maybe a bit of another end to a reliever tier. There goes glass. Oh, you... Save me for myself. Were you going to take glass now? I was going to take glass. No, and Contreras were the two guys I was looking at at seven thirteen, okay. and I just ah. So Man, you chose smoked. poorly, basically, because they didn't I take a catcher. Smoked. Your your fault. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Was that not sympathetic <laughs> at all? <laughs> Paul. But I wanted I wanted Kirby to be honest. Uh, that was my guy. Uh, you could take Kershaw. He's kind of light class now, where he's not going to throw a lot, but going to throw well. You could take him. Not that I should just be throwing out names. Jeff's probably. Oh, I like Kershaw. I'm not, and I think the 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 lack of WBC is a bit of a red herring. Um, but yeah. he, I, I acknowledge the risk is still there regardless. Yeah, yeah. He like if I was Kershaw, I wouldn't pitch probably in the WBC either. So. I like the WBC though. I wish baseball could. Oh, Luis Severino. There's another guy who's a boomer bus pitcher. It's very much. Uh, I kind of got trapped with no backup plan. I'm ah, on board with that pick. It's fine. It was between him and the the and Kershaw, like Fred was saying. It's the same shape of pitcher. Yeah. Um, sure. I love Kershaw. Some of this is just not wanting to. Have, I, Clint Kershaw is one of my all time <laughs> favorite players. I don't want him on my fantasy teams. Then I get hurt yeah, twice. I, um, I will probably take a chance on him at some point here in the near future because I give me all the Dodgers as always. Yeah, um, that's a good, good strategy. Yeah, it's, it hasn't failed. Dodgers, Astros, Padres. Just go ahead and give me a lot of them. I don't have a lot of them right now, so I need to kind of rectify that. Uh, do you is this a contract year for Severino, and is that a motivation for you at all? It's not at all. There's uh, pretty good research that it's not a thing. Contract years aren't really a thing. Um, guys stay a little bit. Guys tend to stay on the on the field more, play through minor injuries. But even that's probably twenty year old research at this point. Sure. So no, it's it's not a concern. My, I, I'm the, the problem with all of these good teams. You mentioned the Astros. Yeah, the Dodgers being another one is that because of the expanded playoffs now and the long season and the way these teams understand rest. I just don't know that any starters are ever going to give you 32 and 200. Very few of them are anyway. And Severino is another one of these guys where I like him. I like the strikeout rate. Obviously he's going to have offensive and bullpen support, but it could end up being 25 starts and 140 innings, even if he has a good year. Uh, By the way, uh, it was posited in the the thread that Tim McLeod would get the three major Japanese players. And I suggested that Seiya Suzuki would be the fly in the ointment. It has come to fruition because uh, Rudy Gamble just took Seiya Suzuki. I saw him go by Vlad Sedler in the a similar spot uh, in the FSGA league as well. A lot of people are on board with him. So there you go. I'm on. I'm on deck. I'm on the clock now. Stephen Kwan uh, is just off the clock now. So you guys talk Fred, for a second. Fred, That's where are you on Glaber? Because I've kind of given up a little bit. Do you still see him bouncing back a bit? No. Um, so among my remaining hitters, I did have him like, I don't know, maybe about 10th or 12th still on my list. So mm-hmm. I think he can just be an accumulator. He just plays, plays regularly, plays in a team of the, that will score. Like, a, I don't think Yankees are going to score a ton of runs, but a decent amount of runs plays in a good park to hit. Like I see him kind of as accumulator, but I don't, I see him as like now as kind of just like a blah pick. So right. I didn't really want to take him. He was kind of on my radar just because I have a lot of steals already. Um, anyways, the guy I really wanted next pick was Robbie Ray. He just went to Scott. Damn you, Scott. And Jeff, you took Sean Murphy. Thank you for picking another catcher. Anyhow, uh, yeah. <laughs> keep, keep, and the funny keep, thing keep is, the catchers off, guys. I was juggling. So you got the second best check catcher in that trade. Murphy and Ray. Those were my two choices. They go back okay. to back. So there you go. But this is really where it starts to thin out. And where the pressure starts to come on, where, you know, if you have That's, needs, if you have needs, we're not even address. a third of the way through. It's not thin yet, guys. 
No, but neither am I, Jeff. We're at the tier that can airline not included. Boys yeah, maybe really address your needs. Um, <laughs> yeah, or where you start to think like like certain guys, like maybe you already have too much of that skill or that category, and <sighs> yeah. Christian Yelich off the board. We're no longer doing Yelly versus Belly. It's Yelly, but not really. He didn't yeah. win so much as Bellinger lost. Uh, kind of what do you lost. think about Bellinger moving to the Cubs this year? I think he's a defensive replacement. <laughs> that bad, <laughs> huh? I mean, how many years do we have to watch him not hit at all to accept that that 2019 is not happening about again? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I hear you. I, I hear you. I mean, and I think Yelich is better than him, but I, I don't have any hope of Yelich bouncing back either. Mm-hmm. Um, both were no, my no-fly zone. I, I think this is adequate for cost for Yelich. I don't think it's early. I think there he's definitely better than Bellinger. I don't think he has the same floor. Uh, I don't think he has the same downside, but nonetheless. It, it's the durability the helps. Yelich tend, does tend to play, and he'll collect some stats, but it was mm. Kershaw's. God, oh, dang it. Um, I, I probably should have waited. A lot of people wanted Kershaw. I wanted Kershaw. I thought I could maybe wait around. That's okay. No, I'm not sure he would have come back to you. That's a, you've got a long wait there. You know, you got 14 picks, but 10 pick whatever. I, I know. Yeah. I'm always 15 picks away, you know, and then, you know, that that's the one thing about being square in the middle like that. I'm just going to have to make up in volume what I lack in quality uh, right now. So there this you is go. like a golf game. Oh, Sunday it was. That's for sure. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of volume. You saw us all of San Dimas on Sunday, definitely. Except for Jason played well. But... Jason always plays well. Yeah, he doesn't count. Jerk. Blake Snell, where are you guys on the risk reward there? Um, I'm there. Uh, I'm there for that. That's someone that I would have considered in my next pick. You know, he, he got better as the season went on. That's the thing I like. Feels like he changed his pitch mix and was better. So the command I, I, certainly improved later in the year. Yeah. 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 I, I'm intrigued by him. I just haven't been willing to put him up to an innings pitch total that really pushes him high up my list, but I probably should have him a little higher. Okay. I didn't like some of my turns, but I do like this turn. The two guys who I wanted were Nathaniel Lowe and Kyle Wright. And they both, I thought I would get sniped. Like when I got Ooh, sniped. It's nice when that happens. Kyle Wright has a little red plus sign by his name too, by the way. So yeah. uh, he fits your team mode. Good, yes. good job, Pods. <laughs> no, Wright, I think provides you a little more. I mean, the plus sign notwithstanding provides you more stability when you consider all the risks that you've accumulated so far in that pitching staff. I think there's a, st- uh, a stable guy for you. Yeah. So getting a cortisone injection um, in his shoulder. Had it in January, by the yeah, way. Yeah, had it in January. Whatever. Again, I'm taking these <laughs> taking these guys. I had these little things in January or big things in January, whatever. Anyways, I just felt like it was time for me to get a third starter. And he's, to me, he kind of stood out over the other remaining options. Um, and I'm kind of trying to still stay on that. I think I've done this after I took Acuna. I think I've taken a hitter and a pitcher on every turn, just trying to stay balanced and... Um, a very stable genius. Well, because I can't play the because <laughs> I can't play the runs because I'm not in the middle of the, right. of the draft. So I try to just get one of each, unless unless the value I think is awful. Um, yeah, bit of a first base run here. There goes 
Chris, CJ Chrome went a few picks later. Lowe went next two picks later. Hoskins went the next pick. Christian Walker went. Yeah, I already yeah, know I'm, I'm going to end up with Andres Galarraga or something. That's, that's my punch <laughs> spot. All those first basemen are, are going that range. There's one more I think that fits in that range. Um, and then, yeah, oh, I see one for sure. And my another opinion. that's kind of close, but yeah, David Bednar does he get traded this year? Well, if he yeah. does, he probably gets traded to a non-closer role, though. Exactly. That's why I'm asking. That's why he I had, think what, he's the back issue for. last year that cost him like seven weeks. Was it a back? Yeah, back uh, arbitration issue. Yeah, something like oh. that. Yeah, I saw a comment on uh, how. Zachary. Yeah, Lodolo. I like Lodolo better than his teammate. Clearly, you do close, too. But yeah, Lodolo better than the other guy. Same. Yeah. He was so good after he got healthy last year. Yeah. Don't like seeing yellow right now. It is not what I need right now, but that's okay. I'll have to. I haven't. There are options. I know which one I'm going to go with, actually. Although, eh, actually, I don't know. I changed my mind about that. You still got at least another minute. Yeah, indeed. It's tough to You were in a, a really tough spot, man. Well, they're all tough spots. Yeah. I just have I, a lot I, of respect for Scott as a drafter. Yeah, I do too. As a person, too, even. <laughs> I wasn't saying I didn't. Solid drafter, not a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I like it, Scott. Keep taking those catchers, guys. Yeah. Yep. I wish I would have gone the other way around, knowing that I could have gotten a catcher and gotten probably Ray instead. But now I'm kind of at a conundrum here. Uh, so you guys talk. I'm I'm deciding. We will. Um, so to, to go back to that uh, the Reds issue, Fred Lodolo yeah. versus Green. Where are you on those two guys? I'm door number three. Um, I just I don't think I'll have any shares of either one this year. I would take Lodolo. I just think that um, they're both talented, but I don't think either one of them will get to a high innings total. The home okay. park is other than Coors, Brutal. the worst one in baseball, and the team's awful. So, and like, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I just think that it's just such an uphill battle for either one of them to have like really good fantasy value this year. Like I could see Lodolo being someone who's really exciting over like 140 innings and has like a good strikeout total and his ratios are pretty good, but he only wins like eight games, seven games because the team isn't very good. I don't know. I just, I just think with where they're going, it's just too much of an uphill battle for them right now. I think the Reds maybe as a team, because the park's not changing. So I think the Reds maybe as a team need to turn the corner a bit before I want to invest in either one of them. But but I would but they're take, three years. I was saying, they're three years away from being, well, maybe even two years away from being yep. extremely interesting. But this isn't the year to invest heavy in the Reds. You're right. Yeah. I just, so Jeff especially ended up Reds pitcher. The, so right. if I could invest in a Red, maybe it would be like a later round hitter because the park's going to help him and, the lineup's obviously full of opportunities for anyone who's playing well. So I just think for the pitcher, it's just, yeah, there's just a lot of four. You, you would have to pitch really well on the Reds this year right. to say win 12 games. 
Right. Maybe even um, which has informed my pick. I, I went chasing wins instead of Ks with my yeah. pick. I took Gonsolin, who yeah. I understand flew too high last year. He's not going to pitch like that this year. But as lots of us like to say, regress to what? Yeah. Um, and a regress to the ninth round pick, eh, it seems like it seems right to me. Let's see. And Joe is on Joe deck. Joe is up. Well, he's up now. Builds. He's on no, deck. he's on deck. He's on deck. Oh, he's on deck. Sorry. Yep. Bryant was going to be my pick. I think there's okay. a real a lot of bounce back potential. There. I thought of. I did think about Bryant back on the turn when I took Nathaniel Lowe. If if he mm-hmm. was gone, I I was thinking about Bryant. Double the price of. I mean, he, you know, went. Uh, he went uh, twice as late as he went last year. He was going in the fourth round by the end of draft season last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All I right. do think Jean there's potential Carlos. there. Of course, can help him with his batting average. I don't know if he can stay healthy. I think there's potential there. Oh, I don't think I've taken a true flyer yet, and just the the, the raw bat to ball skills I think are still there. He was just so impatient last year. I'm going to count on a, a bit of a bounce back here for everybody's favorite Philly defensive right fielder, Nick Castellanos, Nicholas Castellanos. Nice. I think that's a, uh, you know, a cool buy low idea. I know he's going to play. The one thing yep. I'm, I, I think I'm perfect. I think I had him last year. Um, he's definitely going to be in that lineup. Obviously they're missing Schwarber for half a season at least. So, excuse me, a Harper for half a season at least. So mm. it's not sexy. I'll say that, but keeps the line moving. It's the verbal equivalent of a shrug, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we're at that point in the draft, right? I mean, yeah, I mean these guys are still good players. Like you said, Jeff, like we're, right. we're a third of the way through the draft, basically. Like these are still good players, but yeah, we're, we're certainly past the, the most exciting of the guys. Yeah. There's a lot of settling going on. Yeah. 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 Indeed. Indeed there is. So, um, and I, I definitely did that last time. Uh, I felt like that. Okay. There goes the, the other, other first baseman. Oh. Or first oh, baseman. Say, the other, say the other, the other red starter also went. Yeah. Okay. Well, it makes yeah. that decision for me. Um, I would have taken green because of the strikeout upside. Had he come mm-hmm. back to me? Cause I, okay. I think it would have been worth it. You know, he pairs well with Gonsolin, right? That's the way I kind of looked at, I, I justified it in my mind. Uh, but Lots of risks inherent there, obviously. A little concerned with steals at this point. I'm not sure how much speed there's really going to be left. The steals are interesting this year because it's hard to figure out what you're aiming for. Uh, right. Unless you just project them under the old system and then race for like last year's appropriate steal totals. Um, once you, because you don't really know what it's going to take to finish say top right. five in the steals category this year. It's almost like to make sense of it in your head, you should just figure out what it took to finish top five <laughs> last year in the steals. And just category. count on a, a rising tide lifting all boats. Yeah. And then just try to pro- almost project your guys as though the rules didn't change and say, okay, well, like, let's just see how this goes. But I think the same thing, like I look at my team, I have, again, I'll keep talking here because Joe's on the clock, but I have Acuna, Marte, and Real Muto to steal bases. And I'm like, okay, what am I aiming for here? There's like, right. I don't know how many steals that is, 75, something like that. But right. that's a little high, maybe more like 65. Um, 
but it's what? yeah, what am I aiming for? Maybe seventy five actually. Yeah. So my uh, Joe took Scott Barlow. Yep. Not That's believing Aldis Chapman. I'm not. I, I don't like taking closers, but I'm taking a closer. I'm yeah. fully on board with Barlow. Uh, fully on board. He was he was excellent last year. I don't view Chapman as a huge threat. We have a new yeah. manager. That that does change things a little bit, and that but it could be a benefit for Barlow, who did get kind of jerked around at times. Uh, I think Barlow's an excellent pitcher, and give me that. He, he got you a lot of wins last year too. I, I'll take the skills, and if it turns into some combination of wins plus saves that adds up to twenty, I'll be happy. That seems fair. Yeah, a lot of these like generic right-handed hitters starting to go. You've got Vaughn, you've got Castellanos, Stanton, Bryant, uh, Taylor Ward, France, Von Castle. Yeah. And bigger than all of them, Lance Lynn. Yeah. I was that intended. <laughs> Yes, it was. Yes, figured. <laughs> One thing is, it's always good to do is using the draft tool. I can kind of battle test a few projections here and there, and uh, so that I find that to be a helpful exercise for me. Like I find myself, okay, I don't want to take them here. Okay, why? All right, let, let's figure this out then. Um, and this I, is the I, app, Jeff. It's everything. It's just, it's the app. It's the, uh, it, it is also though the, like, you know, it's just the baseline projection. You either use the app or the, the, the software, the draft software. It's on the, you get with a subscription to the site. I always use that. I prefer the PC over the phone uh, for what it's Sorry, like. Sorry, hey, I, I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be talking to you. Sorry. It's all right. Fred, how um, do you, what's your mechanic during the draft? I have a piece of paper with all my rankings. So I, I do my own projections and I do them in the SGP system, just like Jeff does actually. And then I print off just a sheet. It's got the names and their overall SGP ranking. And then that's it. I just got a pen here or a pencil and I'm just crossing them off as they go and kind of building oh, my queue when I'm a few picks away. Yeah, Lucas Giolito. So how do you guys feel about Lucas Giolito? Obviously Jeff feels okay about him. Yeah. I, I love it. Like I, I, not at the top of it, but he was strikeout. in it. I need strikeouts too, and so I'm. I, I, yeah, that's. I think that's going to be a, a one of the better picks of the draft. I was talking to him up today in today's column, and just uh, last year he just got out of sorts early. Uh, second half he was better. I think he gets back to that number two level, 215 strikeouts probably. Yeah, I think Jeff just put one over on us, uh, Fred. Well, I'm also annoyed because Pianow right after that took Thyro Estrada, who was mm-hmm. going to be. What was going to be one of my next picks. By the way, I love it when people are taunting us with the steel players we should not Rizzo. Ah, this is a bad sequence for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Fred, just to, to close the to close the, the door, um, I was using uh I would use the app, the the iPad version of the Rotowire app extensively, yeah. and I just felt like doing this, trying to run the app, run the draft room, use the newsletter Slack and do the live stream probably would have gotten a little ugly so tonight yeah. i'm basically just doing off i've got a bunch of tabs open and i'm working off of those yeah talk to me about giolito jeff um strikeouts are there i think just getting i think it's a new team context this year getting getting rid of tlr cannot hurt um at all uh i just think he got messed up i think it was a, like kind of an antiquated pitching staff like coaching staff and once he got sideways, they couldn't dig him out of there very well. Um, I think 
it's just a it's a restart this year. I mean, and the K's never went away. He still was able to miss bats despite all of his problems last year. Like if you look at the start, like like going Lynn over Giolito, I don't, I don't, I think Giolito is going to be by far the better pitcher this year. And you know, I was considering Hunter Green to pair with uh, to mm-hmm. go ahead and pair with uh, Gonsolin, but Giolito is probably a safer option. Morton's also a safer option. He just went too. Although Morton could just fall off too this year. There right. is a possibility of that. Um, He's supposed to be completely healthy from the broken, uh, was it tibia last year? Yeah. Ooh, Frederick Peralta. Speaking of guys that are possible prospect <laughs> candidates. Fred, he would have looked good on your staff. Yeah. <laughs> he was not in my queue. Charlie Morton was. He was one of them that I was, was taking a hard look at for my next turn. Yeah. Um, some people are mentioning names in the queue. I think it's interesting because I am considering some of them like, uh, like, like may like Luzardo. Mm-hmm. Um, these are names that I shh, don't, don't mention them, but again, we're poisoning the well. They they're allowed to poison. Now we're, I, I've made my piece where we're going to throw out a bunch of names and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. I don't think at live tout, I, I think that's kosher, but here the three yeah, of us. Eh. Yeah. Throw yeah them out there. No one's listening anyways. Right. <laughs> that's gonna be fun i, I haven't done a, a an in-person draft since before the uh since the before times so i'm really looking forward to that next month um hayden simon's asking about clay holmes uh if he's badly injured no i don't think huh? so um i think there's a question does he close um by the end of the year he was the guy again for the playoffs he certainly was yeah the guy behind the guy even no uh he, you know it wasn't that much confidence i only have him Oh, so I, I might be low man on his save projection because I just don't know what they're going to do with them. But I have him at like 10. It's a say, it's a boring projection. But I could go that route. I could see it. Oh, Rasmus Susan's who gets, a good Who gets take. like the other 35 saves, yeah. Yeah. Good call, Fred. Another turn with a hitter and a pitcher, just trying yeah. to stay balanced. At some point, I'll need a double hitter turn just to – because I need more hitters. But I like Rasmussen. A- go ahead. It's- Go ahead, I was going to say, Bias is just another one of these playing time guys. You know, you know what the floor is going to be. Yeah, and I just feel like he probably isn't totally broken like he looked last year. You know, now we're getting the second second year after the big contract, so mm-hmm. hopefully he settles down. I don't love him. I don't love the pick, but yeah, I just feel like he's a bit of a floor guy where he's going to play a lot. Hopefully the batting average comes back up to like 260, 255, something like is more normal for him. And, and at that point, he's probably like a 2010 guy. 20 homers, 10 steals, yep. something like that. Maybe he could be a little better with the new steel rules, but, you know, he's probably about a 2010 guy. So not nothing exciting, but, you know, it keeps the stats flowing in. Forgot Justin Mason, who is in the league, is also saying he's not listening. So there you go, in the chat room. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you're referring to our poisoning the well. Oh, there goes Clay Holmes. All right. Jen, Jen Piacenti, is she listening? Who knows? Uh, saw her at FSGA's. Oh, Jeff McNeil went not long uh, after that. I thought about him. Yeah, we are really into the the boring players now. Jeff McNeil is the definition of a boring player because his one his one category where he's awesome is batting average, which is I feel like is boring and a little bit hard to quantify, right? As as uh, as it gets. So, yeah, he he is the pinnacle of of boring picks, but but pretty valuable. I thought, like I said, I where thought about. Do you guys think Senga ends up as a starter or a reliever? I thought start. I think maybe starter. I don't know. What do you think? 
I, I don't think he holds up in the rotation. I, yeah. I can see him maybe making 15 starts and then spending the, the last couple months in, in the bullpen. I, mm-hmm. I think he'd be a wipeout reliever. Um, but obviously the Mets – with all the inst- instability in that rotation, probably need him to at least spend half the year in the rotation. Yeah. Didn't, um, was it Kim with the Cardinals who had a similar pattern his first year? Like, he, or, no, he started in the bullpen and then moved to the rotation, if I remember correctly. Uh, yep. I well, agree. he was going to be a starter, and then all of a sudden he was a closer on opening day. Oh, and, then, and he blew a save, right? Yeah, and that, was, that was a fun little sequence. There you go. <sighs> we were talking earlier about when you win or lose your draft and you can't really win it in the first few rounds. And this is where, this is to where me, I mean, even more so than the last, the last, the last rounds, like rounds, you know, eight to 12 or so, eight to 15 is where you really try to win where you win it. So I'm sure this is where I'll take, I don't know, some player who died on Thursday and I didn't get the news. <laughs> Frango Rays just went to Japan. Oh yeah. Let's get him. Remember the Framber Valdez freak out? Uh, was it last year or two two years ago? I think it was, maybe even three, where he got hurt a little bit in spring training, and it was like in the middle of our draft. I think it was yes. twenty twenty. Yeah. Um, and then he turned out to be great anyhow. Um, good times. Well, it helped that he got three months off. Yeah, it did. I remember his oh his... Alexis. So Scott. David Bell actually said something like positive yeah. about that. Hey. Diaz is going to be our closer and he never Diaz, does that. Yeah. So Jeff, I actually, I wanted to ask you about that. Like I'm assuming you were shocked when that happened. I think it's just default to be honest. I don't right. think there's really that much of a shock there. Um, I think it's just healthy, because, Luke, healthy Lucas Sims, maybe. Yeah. Sims would be a part. I mean, that's, that's the thing with bell is it could be anybody. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to go with a super boring pick here. I don't think that one's super boring. Matches no, up with your Rasmussen. Yeah, I think I don't think that one is super boring. Like I think, there, like there's obviously bust potential in Springs, and that he hasn't been a good starter for very long. And then there's also, depending on how many innings they let him throw, like a, like he could have a really high ceiling. I think that one's an interesting one. So he he was in my queue for the last when I mm-hmm. took Rasmussen. He was like I don't know a few guys down my queue, but he was he was there. Okay. Yeah. Plus, you know, the organization has faith in him. They just gave that big deal. Yeah, right. exactly. I always like it when they do that. So, well, especially Harrison, the Rays, who can put it guys anywhere. Yeah. So Harrison Bader just went, and I, I find his ADP this year interesting in the sense that last year I was all all over drafting Harrison Bader because he was going quite late. Then his season was pretty injury filled, and then this year he's going way earlier. So I'm not really I sure. I don't. I don't really get but, that. Uh, the postseason that he had could put him be the postseason. Yeah, I just I try not to overrate the postseason. I guess he did steal 17 bases last year in roughly yeah. half a year, but it's just like I said, like like last year I was getting him in like round say like 18 at 17, mm-hmm. 18, and then he put up a 650 OPS, and now he's going higher. And I I guess it's the postseason and the fact that he's on the Yankees, like just gets people excited. Well, he's going to play because it's the only yep. true center fielder on the roster. For sure. He just has such a spotty injury history, too. So, yep. yeah. He, I Lefty mean, he will play if, he's, if he can stay healthy. A foot, ankle, Achilles. Achilles, plantar fasciitis, one of those. Yeah, and that could be a problem. Yeah. Like in the, like a long-term problem. Yeah, well, especially if you're counting on him to run. Yep. 
Yeah. I, you know, it's so funny because that the trade initially blew up in their face, right? Um, yeah. You're thinking, uh, okay, you know, they, they lost out big time. And now all of a sudden, though, it's so hard to find a center fielder, a real center fielder. The fact that they were putting Aaron Judge out there in center just shows like how bad, first of all, Aaron Hicks had gotten. Um, yeah. And secondly, like that they didn't really have another option. Speaking of not really having another option, come on down, Josh Bell. Oh, I think Josh. I Bell like that pick right now. Absolutely. Oh, I like that one a lot. Dustin yeah. May, by the way, just went too, and I like. I, I thought that was a good price on him. Josh Bell in Cleveland, where he's going to bat in that lineup, he right. could drive he in a hundred runs like that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think that one. I think that's a fine pick. Like that's another one that's that's like kind of like my Javi Baez pick. I feel like like not exciting, but. Like it's fine. There's a pretty good floor there. He's going to play every day. He's going to drive in runs. Yeah. I never get Alex Verdugo. By the way, never, ever, ever, never. What does he do? I have had he him allegedly hits for average. <laughs> allegedly hits for average. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just look up his career batting average to see if it is truly allegedly. It's it has it's not two eighty. It's two eighty six. So he does actually hit for average. Yeah. Kyle Soppy, will somebody fire this guy already? <laughs> it's, it's almost like you had a choice two picks ago to take Joe Ryan, though. Every time going through, I just picked <laughs> off on this guy. Oh, I know. It's just when you for have those those... of you for those of you who don't know, I play, Kyle Soppy plays in a, a draft league with Jeff and I as well, so we've got some familiarity with him. So this golf, is all friendly. Golf league, this yeah. is all in good. This is all in good fun. Kyle's yep. a good dude. Good dude. Yeah, we're trying to get him in a tout, but he couldn't can't travel that weekend. Uh, but uh, we'll get him in. We'll get him in the tout someday. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, he, he's a good player. Do you get his newsletter? His email newsletter? I just started getting his newsletter. It's fantastic. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's excellent. So, by the way, Kyle Sapi ESPN newsletter. You know, reach out to Kyle if if you want to get on that. He he's trying to build a little thing there. It's it's a good uh, gaming newsletter. Uh, a lot of college basketball. If you're into that, yep. Something I have some familiar with, familiarity with. Some enjoyment of. Yes, indeed. Whit Mary, do you have any enjoyment? There, Go ahead. By by Kyle. Um, I'm in Toronto, and I still don't really know what I want to make of Whit Merrifield this year and what he'll do. I was thankful yeah. he made the choice for me. Yeah. This is he ends up in the role that he's made for, right? Instead of being an everyday player somewhere, he kind of becomes their Chris Taylor. Yeah, and yeah. I just don't know how well he, and he'll probably hit low in the lineup. And I just mm-hmm. don't know how good he'll be from a fantasy perspective. Exactly. But I'm not out on him. I don't know. I just, when I projected him, he didn't come in as high as where we are in the draft right now. Yep. Joe's agonizing. I'm shooting, again. It's between, it's between two relievers. And when the other guy goes, I'll want your opinion on which one I should have taken. Yeah. That was the one you should have taken. Okay. <laughs> He's awesome. I mean, there are three relievers like him right now where skills are through the roof and roles are uncertain. Right. I want, I one want of the other one, one is the, well, you'll, you may have the option three pitch or four picks from now. Five picks from now. Yeah. I caught well last year. I did a good job last year taking relievers in the middle to late rounds. Because you know me, Jeff. I don't like taking the high-priced closers. Um, but last year was a pretty good year for that tier. Um, yep. You know, the top five, six closers held their value where in recent years they had not at all. So we're still seeing a decentralization of saves where I still think there's value in just waiting and taking the Barlows and the Moon Yai and Moon the players I won't mention yet. I like that. Well done. Um, Vaughn Grissom just went and that kind of 
solve something. I mean, did it for me. Another one of those where like, oh, can I do it? Because he could be batting ninth. There's even some mm-hmm. that there's a Twitter thread going around saying he could even get sent down. But I look at that. It's like, are they going to really send him down for Arcia? I don't think so. But uh, I don't know. Doesn't this seem a natural for them to go out and re-sign Andrelton for an NRI and, you know, two million guaranteed or something? I mean, they're still he's still out there. Iglesias is still out there. You know, Andre signed, but I think there's one more, you know. I think if Grissom gets off to a good start, he's fine. Um, if he slumps to begin, then 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 we'll talk about that. But I, I sure. think I you know, and there's some stolen base upside there. Gosh, bless America. Mitch Hanniger was gonna be my next on my queue. So uh he was near the top of my list too. Not first, but up there. Yeah. Very up there. Yep. Okay. Well, well, that does narrow my choices oh, a little there bit. There does go the top of my list, which was Jordan Montgomery. Really? Yeah, just like a solid kind of mid rotation mm-hmm. guy for me. Well, I'm going to continue my sea of yellow. Um, go this route. Go for more strikeout upside. Don't go with, uh, not going to be organizational strength, but uh, that's okay. What do you guys think? Uh, I think that's was right there with the two relievers and uh, yeah. that I was looking at. Was I love him? I yeah. absolutely love him. What do you guys think about AJ Puck this year on the Marlins? Are they going to fix him too and make the A's look even dumber? They haven't really. I mean, Lozardo's the only guy they fixed. I mean, they they bro- remember they made that trade with the Orioles last year. They broke both the relievers they got. Yeah, Liar and Spencer. Yeah, well, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I'm hoping the new the turnover there will help them a lot. I mean, Skip Shoemaker is kind of a cipher. We don't really know what he's going to do, but um, you know, right. hopefully they won't break the pitchers they do have. But now, especially with the trade of. Uh, of Lopez. I think Lusardo slots him slots him beautifully as the number three, maybe the number four, depending on how many in each you think Cabrera will throw. Yeah. Drury goes, that's a good pick, I think. Uh yeah. I like him. Oh. I feel like that was a career year that we're not gonna see again. He, he doesn't have to have that year to be worth that pick though, I don't think. I I think it, well at least I, I I think in Anaheim's actually a pretty decent spot for mm-hmm. him. I think the Angels actually finally, finally have like a little bit of depth. Um, I mean, last year they were trotting out some really hideous third baseman once uh, Rendon got hurt. Um, so he can play some third, he can play some second. I, I kind of, you know, when Renhifo was their best hitter for a while, or best non Otani trout hitter for a while, I mean, it spoke volumes, but I think they're a little deeper this year. Yeah, I actually, so the early over uh, win totals came out recently and I actually had the angels as one of my best over picks. I oh, yeah. as you say, I like the depth they built in. I love their pitcher. Sandoval and Suarez are, I guess, giving out names again, but two guys, I just have been very high on for a long time. So no, I, I think this is the year they finally break through. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. I, I think that they're, although breakthrough is going to be tough because I think the Rangers are better. And the Mariners aren't going anywhere. I think the Mariners are good. They didn't like they didn't go big that, this offseason, but they're good. That was that I think that's your final playoff spot. It's the Rays, the Mariners, and the Angels for two spots. That's I think the American League race. So and you're talking I, I about think the Angels end up go ahead. talking about No, no, no go I, finish your statement on the Angels. I don't I'll, I'll No, I just that that's the that's what I think is three it's three for two spots. Yeah, I agree. So you're talking about relief pitchers with great skills that you don't know necessarily if they're going to have the role. Jahan Duran just went, and I that think that went. That's who I was going to take on my next pick if he was still yeah. there. 
It's I put him in my queue too. So yeah, we all have. Would you have taken Munoz ahead of him? Yes, if I were going to take a relief pitcher there, I was going to take. I would take Munoz over Duran, but it's only by just the narrowest of margins. I was. I would have taken Duran. Barely, same thing. Barely. I just don't think Lopez is a very good pitcher. Whereas mm-hmm. I think the Mariners have other good pitchers in their bullpen, so they Correct. can do the mix and match thing. I I don't know if Duran will get a chance to run away with the closer's job. Like they may not let him, but if if they let him, right? Like I think he could be could be really good. Yeah, it's trusting Lopez versus trusting you know Paul Seawald or whoever's going to yeah. start the year with yeah. their job. It's a, it's a tough call. I think it's an under. I think the. I say this a lot. The, the question is more interesting than the answer necessarily. I think that's a good conversation. Mm-hmm. You mentioned there being a third guy. I'm kind of curious as to who's uh, who you're waiting on here. Well, I, I'm not going to say oh, that. Are about name. to find out? I might. You might. No, Fred, I'm saying. I wonder if Fred's going to take him here. Oh, okay. I'm not. Um, By the way, Buxton and Harper on Gardner's team. <laughs> Boom or I mean, bust. How many weeks will they be in the same starting lineup? Um, like you already eight. start with, and I probably would go, I would take the under because Harper is a maxing out at like 12 anyway. Yeah. So I'm, I'd probably go with, I'll take the under eight yeah, and he's UT of... only at least to start. Probably UT only the whole year. Oh, Fred, the double second baseman. Ooh, Brandon yeah. Lau, that's not nice. Why'd you do that to me? <laughs> I don't know how I feel about Lau, but he was the highest ranked guy left on my list. And then India is just kind of a play of. Like I just not, I felt like just nothing could, nothing went right with him last year. Just actually, both of these guys just were hurt and banged up and just never really got on track. But mm-hmm. showed the year before, like just actually, I guess now I've got a few guys in a row with Lao, India, Baez, Baez, who all like like a year ago were much more valued, valued, and right two years ago played much better. So we'll see mm-hmm. if they can come back from just just like I say, like seasons where they could never really get going. Well. I think it's Eric Carabello who I first heard talk about this. Like last year's ratings still matter. Like what you thought about these guys a year right. ago still should have some relevance. So yeah, Lau is right in that. In fact, both these guys are right in that uh, that sweet spot. It's a great point, Fred. I'm annoyed that you took both of them. One would have been good. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I I said eventually I was going to double up on hitters to kind of start swinging it in that. So now I'm at eight and five. Now I'll probably go back to my balance until until my starting lineup's done. Yeah, but it's it's it fills the MI. Well, I think you'd already did you, had you filled MI or no? Just no, I just did. Oh, so, so I you, you I think it's quite likely that my utility will be a middle infielder. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's my third guy. I was gonna that I looked at for relievers. Hi, Karamba. That was the third. Yeah, if I didn't take the... India, I would have taken Fairbanks. Like if I went pitcher on that pick, Scuzzlebutt. I should know this. I apologize. Who's who's drafting for SI? Uh, Jen Piacenti. Oh, it is Jenna. Okay, yeah. yeah she did well. Uh, she, uh, she did, I played in a, head, a, a local league, the Gotham Diamond District, with uh, Ian Khan, Nando DeFino. It's a few years ago. Jen was in that league. She really knows her stuff. I wish she knew a little less stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Could you be dumber, please? That was definitely my pick. That was, I was, yeah. Hmm. So I wanted either the second baseman or Fairbanks. So no, just, that's okay. I mean, I will just. This is why you're about. a fast Hall of Famer, Jeff. You you uh, find you find the answers. Yeah, you find ways to pivot. 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm pivoting right now. Yay. <sighs> That's right. Can't get tilty this early. Or ever. So I'm drafting from a friend's house here in uh here in the valley and uh down in his furnished basement. Those are golf balls, his golf balls behind me and uh I, I, he tapped out at about an hour 45. That's how quick that, – that's how long it takes to bore somebody who has no interest in baseball. <laughs> I'm amazed he made it this long. His really, I'm truly amazed. Would have been long over. He had a laptop, a phone. He had a lot of things to entertain him, but uh, he just he just tapped out. Yeah. I can believe it. I, I, I'm honest. I, yeah. it's good, good on Dave for making it that long. Uh, we all like Dave. All right. You would all like Dave, too, if you met him. Very likable guy. There goes another skilled closer committee guy, Paul Seewald. Yeah. So, Jeff, like if you had a, taken Munoz, I did think about taking him and Seewald on the turn. I don't think I would have done it, but because maybe that kind of caps your ceiling because mm-hmm. I even think the Mariners could throw some saves at someone else, just Castillo whatever. So I can't say that. Munoz and Seawald together are 35 saves, but I did think nope. about them on the turn. There's Alex Lang. We're really dipping in now to, oh, and Jeff, you did it. You took Daniel Bard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want, what, what do you, I know obviously he has the role. You're not that concerned about being cool, walk rate, or maybe he's just not that good. I think he's that good. Okay. Um, I I mean, I'm obviously cores always wins. So yes, I'm just hoping to avoid the Reaper for one more year. We all are, Jeff. Yeah, true. True, true, true words have not been spoken, even by you. Fred, were you looking? Did you, did you expect this type of second or third tier closer run here, or is this a bit of a surprise? Yeah, I did, actually. And, and I kind of felt comfortable because this is a fab and trading league. I kind of mm-hmm. felt comfortable just sitting out of it if it didn't go my way. Like, I, I think I felt like on the last turn, like I was taking Lau. He's my highest ranked guy, so I was taking Lau for sure. So it was kind of like India or Fairbanks. And I knew if I took India that not only would Fairbanks not make it back to me, but neither would, uh, you know, several other uh, good relievers. Mm-hmm. But, but again, like you can, you can fab your way out of this. I have one closer, hopefully with Batista, you can fab your way out of this. You can trade your way out of this. Wait, Fred, you make trades? I do not as many I'm last year actually, as usual. I need to get back on that horse a little more this year, but um, my goal is to make a trade with yeah. you. We've never made a trade. Okay. So okay. Make a deal with you. I don't think oh. I've ever made a trade with Fred. I, I tend to go the other way. I'm very low low trading volume. Low trading. Yeah, I'm, I'm annoying. No, so. Joe, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're on the clock. You're annoying. Um, no, just kidding. Um, yeah, I, I'm i going to uh, – I have a sea of yellow in a row here. I had my own personal yellow brick road because I only had one starter early on. Yeah, but I think that's the. I think you can make up pitching in a way you can't make up hitting. I, right. I like so, that build. in other words, I might be screwed because I went too many pitchers here. Oh, you're saying you can make up pitching where I did? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I can see that. So McCullers. Uh, so I want. I don't know what to make out of this news on McCullers. I'm. I'm just running the heck away from him. I. I just worry about that forearm being yeah, an issue again. For sure. I'm counting on this to being a nice buy low opportunity based on, as we talked about, you know, the, the, the February scaries. Um, I, yeah, he gets a late start this year. I can live with that. I wasn't, I don't expect him to throw 180 innings anyway. And I think mm-hmm. the 130 that he might give me are going to be okay. fantastic. Yeah. It'd be really good innings. Yeah. 
hey, I took a guy in round four who I think is going to give me 130 innings. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who am I to judge? Uh, Danny Jansen. That's a nice pick. Yeah, especially because he's a catcher. I just Another mean, catcher. Like, compared to Will boys. Smith, you're getting – I feel like you're getting Will Smith eight rounds later. Yeah. Uh, if Danny Jansen can stay healthy – that's been his thing the last couple of years. I think his the last two years his OPS is over eight hundred. He just needs to stay healthy. Yeah. Easier said than done for a catcher, but it's easier said than done for him yeah. and every other catcher. So, like I don't. Some of his injuries of have, have been of the fluke variety. Mm-hmm. So I'm not holding them all against him. Jesse Winker. Bounce back this year. Yeah, I like that. Especially yeah. in that, uh, put him in that park. At least yeah. leave him alone to DH. Oh, I yeah. love it. So, do you buy into any of the concerns about his work ethic and attitude? Did you in Cincinnati? It cost him playing time at times. Yeah. Hopefully, last year was a wake up call because I mean, he just got absolutely obliterated. What was it? The Ryan, I'm blanking on the writer's name. Divish? Uh, thank you. I should make a pick, huh? Yeah. You got 10 oh. seconds. You got this. Yeah, <laughs> it's very much it. I'm not sure what to do in this spot moment. Oh, okay. That's a trendy pick right now. Oh, uh, you shouldn't yeah. have done that. Good Definitely pick. a lot of helium. Well, oh, it's not even helium. That- but that, at pick 198, that's among the lower prices I've seen for him. I think that was a real <laughs> – yeah, he, he was high on my list. Um, I that think Cardinals outfield could be you know, a lot of things going to happen there, but I give me the left-handed hitter with the on-base skills, and I'll live with this. When they played Newtbar and Donovan together last year, they were unbeatable. Yeah, they well, they both caught like fire at their time. But you know, at one point, Gorman was like an apple of their eye. You know, it's like mm-hmm. they're, they're a little them. flighty. Uh, I thought, yep. and how they treated players. DeYoung for like a four-week period was considered like one of their hotter hitters. I mean. Yeah, he came. Well, he came back up and he hit a bunch of home. He was doing nothing else, but he had like six homers in two, in two weeks. But literally yeah. nothing. He had no other hits. So that was one of my surprises last year. I didn't realize Tommy Hedman was as good a shortstop as he actually is, which freed them up to play Donovan at, at second and just kind of forget Dijon's name. Yeah. All right. I'm very happy about this pick. Ah, uh, that was the other guy. I need. I think he's the last of a tier of third baseman, unless you want to go for a stolen base play in Cabrian oh, Hayes. That was a nice pickup. There's another uh-huh. guy I like. Huh? He's, he's he was still a little bit before uh, early on seeing his name, but no, yeah, that's a really. That's I think he's going to just do nothing but hit. He's just going to hit, man. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Uh, that one. I hope I'm right about. I'm hope I'm right about all of them, but. Yeah. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong about this pick. Nobody ever says that. No. Uh, Luis Arias was actually he's he's like Jeff McNeil part two. He was like the highest ranked guy on my list, and I just was hoping someone would take him because it's just so boring. I didn't want to do it. Yeah. By the way, guys, uh, we're almost at the two hour mark. Uh, at seven o'clock Pacific, I think we'll probably shut it down um, so we can focus on drafting. And oh, well, you know what? Let's see. I mean, are people going to hang around? Or are people enjoying this? Or are they going to get bored? Uh, how are you guys doing? How's your AirPods doing, Joe? Uh, I believe they're holding up. I I can check. I can use my iPhone to check. God, I love technology. Yeah. Uh, 
I still got, looks like, maybe an hour left at least. Okay. You guys want to keep going? Or how are we feeling? I'm fine. How, 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 how does this work mechanically? Can we get a water break? You can step away anytime you want. You can step away anytime, oh, and then I, 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 and then I can step away separately. Yeah. Why don't I'm you go to, ahead? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that now. I'll be right back, guys. All right. Good. Yeah, Jeff, if you can handle this level of attention that you've been getting from me in the last couple rounds, then we're good. Yeah. I mean, like, you, this is the point where you start looking at your list a little harder. Yeah. For because sure. you're not only playing off, you know, value, you're starting to play off positions and skill sets even more. Yeah, for sure. You know, and make, make all the pieces fit and all that. Yeah. Right. I think that there's still an audience. So, okay. Um, yeah. If people weren't chiming in still, I think uh, then it would be different. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, Justin Turner ranks high. Like, I'm not thrilled with him. Uh, but at the same time, he always kind of rates high when I run my projections. Okay. So I should probably heed that a little bit. Oh, Patrick Sandoval just went. He was going to be my next pick. Yeah. And I was pretty happy about that. You and Zach were picking each other off last year, I remember. Yeah. So that makes that, – that, that checks out. All right, so Miles Michaelis was yeah. a league helper last year. I know there was a big sure threat was. about don't using the phrase league winner, and I kind of tend to agree with that because in baseball you need like 20 league winners. Uh, but he was a league helper for sure. He was. Uh, I liked him. Grayson Rodriguez, how many innings does he throw this year? Oh, I actually I don't have him too far down my list, but not enough for me to take him probably – just yet yeah so that dinging of the bell on my computer means i'm up there's one yes. guy i'm taking for sure okay tim the cloud <sighs> taking jordan walker is like as surprising as the sun coming up in the east um, yeah that is definitely in his wheelhouse all right so i'm going to start with this one which fills a need for me at third base not exciting, but whatever. It's a lot of steals. And then ah, I nab it. Another good pick by you. Stop making good picks. He's second base eligible too. You're not supposed to do that to me. Sorry. Uh, good pick. I mean. Um then my next one. Let's see. I may, I don't usually do this at this point, but I may play some ADP chicken and not take the highest ranked guy on my list. And instead, I'm going to try this guy. Okay. John Gray. Well, I like it. Hurt a lot last year, but uh, yeah. I think one of my highest player pitchers. He's one of my player. highest ranked guys left. I have a pitcher ranked higher than him on my list who may has a much better chance of making it back to me. So, and the and the gap between the two of them on my list was not much. So. I'll go with that. And I like, I like that turn. Josh Rojas. I didn't, I maybe a little steals heavy with, with him and Starling Marte and Acuna and Real Muto. I maybe a little steals heavy, but that's okay. I can trade out of that. Yeah. yeah. So question but was getting, asked. Getting the third baseman to me was a big deal. Yeah. Oh, well, I took one, so I can't yeah. complain too much. Yeah. Um, Clark. That's a good one. Uh, question asked about Joey Manessis. Uh, he just went in this last round. I want to know your question on this one here too, because another one where he, he is, he could be 
really good for the price, given how good he played yeah. last year. He could also be the next uh, Frank Schwindel. Frank Schwindel, you know, and I had a lot <laughs> so of Frank Schwindel. Yeah. It's so hard to get Frank Schwindel out of your head, right? When you're looking at Manessis, you're like, you just, I can't forget Frank Schwindel. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, I'm fine with taking him. I think, I think he's, I think his playing time's locked in. It's, it is similar to Schwindel. He could be a, you know, late career brief breakout flops again right away, but I'm fine. I'm totally fine with taking him with where he goes this year. He was into my queue, not at the top of it, but he was into my queue when he went. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, could Brian Hayes just win? A lot of third basemen are going right now. That's how do you like feel like... about... Actually, I heard you and Scott talk about Brian Hayes, so I actually kind of know how you feel about him. Yeah, I'm not really there for him. Not I mean, a big fan. Is... I, I think it, it, I think at the same time, you know, if he, he fits a need. If you need stolen yeah. bases and you're getting it from third base, yeah. you can see the value. But I'd like to see some power out of him. I'd like to see, you know, it, it's not like he's a rookie or even a second year. And it's not like he even – for that matter, hit for a lot of power. We're talking about uh, Brian Hayes here. If hit, he, it's not like he even hit for a lot of power when he was uh, in the minors. It just it was just never really there. Segura is a nice pick there. Jerk, Ryan uh, Ryan Bloomfield with that pick. Yeah, um, Segura is a solid pick. He's always a solid mid round pick. Yeah, um, and he gives you a little of everything, and that a little of everything is kind of what I need right about now. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, um, by the way, Josh Young was asked about, and he had, we haven't drafted him yet. Under I consideration for me. Yeah. I won't be the guy doing that, I think, tonight, positionally or otherwise, position need or otherwise. I just don't think I'm going to be the guy who drafts him much this year. Okay. You? Okay. I could see you, myself taking him in a couple guy, places. Yeah. I wouldn't be the guy behind the guy, but I could take it. I could take some chances on him mm-hmm. for sure. Evan Phillips, that's kind of fun. Um, uh, he was my highest ranked reliever left. He's a good pitcher. I just don't know if he's got the role, but again, it's like Munoz. Like I Munoz. think he's, I actually think he's kind of in that Duran, Munoz, Seawald, Fairbanks group until the Dodgers settle on someone. Right. So maybe he's at the back end of that group, but I kind of think he, he's in it. Yeah. Same thing. Really good pitcher last year. Um, you know, should be good. He's a Dodger. He should be good again. Who knows who has that role? Yeah. All right. I'm going to go with the last year's bum here. Fills a lot of positions, including second base. Right. Yeah. Would this be, I think, with him, just how much playing time he earns? Yeah. Which could be a lot. Yep. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Um, Nate Eovaldi goes. Um. A solid bounce back potential with him. Joe is back. Um, I added him one, back. two, three, one, two, three. Can anybody hear me? We sure All can. loud and clear. I could. I had to add you back to the stream. Sorry about that. Yeah, I think I screwed something up. So I'm glad. Oh, I'm okay. back. oh look, my entire queue got wiped out. That was fun. Yeah. So weird that in an expert league is draft sufficiently. Highlights at 11. I always hate calling in an expert league when I'm in it. Like then it's an industry league. If I'm not in it, it's a bunch of. <laughs> You could call it a, a partial experts league. Experts and like citizen or whatever. And what, friends. What do they call it? Pros and, experts pros and, and friends. Yeah, experts yes. and friends. Where does Monacy qualify at shortstop? I guess. Did, I guess he played 15 games there. Yeah. yeah. 
He, I mean, he could lead this league in stolen bases, right? I mean, and you're, you could also play 30 games. You got 30 stolen bases or 30 games, your choice, or both. Boston will run a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I had him ranked a little higher, and obviously, like most people, until a couple weeks ago. And then he's just one of those guys where, as soon as he's nicked up, it just all comes flooding back to you, like all the all the frustrations of the last few years. Exactly. So then I downgraded him pretty significantly. But then he then he shows up and he has that Richard Hidalgo year from yep. you know, whatever, whatever yeah. Richard Hidalgo's huge year was. Oh, he I remember that year. Year. I think I had him in fantasy that year yeah, on some teams. But that could be the that's like the shape of his potential performance. It's yeah. Frightening. Yep. <sighs> Joe is on the clock. Luis Urias just went. All right. Well, speaking of guys who are healthy or, you know, possible big contributors if they're healthy, I just don't want to mm-hmm. get too deep into the weeds on third base. Right. Well, you. but when you were away, someone asked about Josh Young. What do you think about him? Josh Young is the weeds that I try to avoid getting deep too deep into. I actually, <laughs> I shouldn't say. I, I actually have ended up with Young in a lot of best balls. I was looking at that this morning, and uh, I like the player. I just, I, I could skip Rendon, take somebody else, wait on Young, and then not get Young and end up with Kevin Seitzer at third base. So I'm gonna, I'll take Rendon and see where we are later with Young. That's right. I, I, I got Chris Sabo coming my way, so there you go. Did you have the goggles? Because I actually wore Rex specs when I was a kid. I bet you did. Um, Thanks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also for baseball, I actually had something like that. Um, ah, bad choice, Joseph. I am getting just Lux or green or both. Green. Every time I pass on a guy, Kyle's picking him up. Man alive. By the way, the biggest accomplishment so far in this draft is that I haven't cursed on the live stream once. <laughs> That is a pretty good accomplishment, especially during a draft. Even a fresh Jeff just spent draft. Jeff just spent three days with me. He knows that uh, I definitely work blue. <laughs> yeah, not not the most extreme in our industry, but yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I'll take yeah. that as a compliment. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> Mr. Mercatroyd. Exit stage right. Stage left, even. Yeah, I guess that is a pretty pretty old reference. No, I like that reference, though. Just imagine Bill Raftery as Snagglepuss. Oh, there's, <laughs> there's a fun pick. So, Joe, you feel like he's going to get that rotation spot, eh? I, I, there's actually a pretty good chance even someone gets hurt between now and then, and there's not even a battle. It, it's even another one of these where I'm just taking the guy for the 130 innings he will throw and right. counting on them to be good. I, just, I feel like unless you're talking about the top 15 starters in the game now, you really have to think of it as having a cap on the innings. So right. it's just the, the way the game has changed just the last four years. So yeah, Fred, I, I'm counting it. It's, it's, you know, with closers, we talk about skills rather than roles Yeah. with starters. I'm almost saying skills rather than innings and seem yeah. to just fall where they may. Yeah. Like but man, I got to slap the hell out of tiles. Am I going to slap the hell out of Kyle Soppy at some point? <laughs> Can't wait to meet you in person, Joe. <laughs> I think, isn't he like super tall? I think I'd have to get on a chair to slap him. Am I confusing either. him with somebody else in that Matthew Berry circle? Uh, 
I don't know, actually. I don't know if I've been Top is, Maybe Top is the tall one. Maybe Top is the tall one. Uh, that was my next pick was going to be Ramon Laureano. I was just doing some research on him. Me too. I was looking at him too. Is that our first A's player? Um, I can't imagine. Who else we... Oh, Hunter Brown's a good pick. Yeah. Good job, Dr. Roto. Jerk. I mean, nice pick. Um, uh, no, I will not be taking Ruiz here. Um, in case people are wondering. But it's not out of the question either. Oh, I can't make comments unless I'm signed in or something. You can. Oh, you should be. Uh, you should be able to make comments in the, the forum here. Uh, I don't see an entry box. It's all right. It's not a big deal. I was just okay. gonna, if somebody could point out, could say, could let them know that they're golf balls and not baseballs. Okay. <laughs> they're golf balls, not baseballs. <laughs> you know what? I'll wear that one, Jeff. Good one. Pull. <laughs> you just pull through. Survivor. <laughs> you explain the joke. I got to step away for a sec. I'm not going to explain the joke. It would take way too long. <laughs> Suffice to say, there was an escape room this weekend, and four guys with a combined 700 IQ points and six advanced degrees couldn't figure out that they were supposed to pull on a door. <laughs> I can picture that. We are exactly as smart as we look, folks. Yeah. All Fred, right. now, I'm, I, I think on my break, I think while I was away, you made a couple of picks. That's... Uh, so, because I got asked about Josiah Gray, and I was saying I just I don't think he's going to be able to avoid hard contact enough. Are you? Yeah. Do you expect him to be able to get that hit and power oh, rate down? Wait, I took John Gray. Oh, I'm sorry. I that's CJ okay. Gray, you made me a that little nervous a lot for a second. <laughs> that makes a lot. Well, I saw El Garcia too, and I was assuming it was the starting pitcher, but no, I that actually okay. That makes a lot more sense to me. I, yeah. I, so I feel like John Gray. I don't know if he could have stayed healthy last year. I think we'd be looking at him going a lot higher than he than he has so far so like so far this year so um yeah so i took him i don't know what you think of him he actually wasn't the highest ranked guy on my list i i'm playing some chicken with adp and mm-hmm. i'm three, i'm three picks away from accomplishing it so the pitcher who I wow, two picks. Sorry, that's two a picks. big bet for somebody betting on the uh, for somebody yeah. on the end this so is the part of the draft where i do start to use the nfbc adp a little more and the pitcher who mm-hmm. i had ranked first in my rankings like Based on ADP, he should make it back to me. So, um, so I went with it. Like I don't look at the ADP as far as making it back to me until probably he made it back until probably at least round ten or ten, I'd say, and then I start to factor it in a little bit. I don't so know who, if, who's the big go. winner. I don't know if this guy can repeat what he just did, but or anything close to it, Merrill Kelly. But oh, okay. In round sixteen, where the guy with his numbers from last yep. year feels pretty fair. And I like that, and I think that team context is really going to improve a lot this year. Better bullpen, yeah. better offense. Same yeah. performance this year, probably buy you a lot more wins. Arizona yeah. we're referring to here? Yes, yes. And then I don't really like the guy I'm about to take, but I may just take him anyways. Um, this pick to me feels really blah, and it – 
is going to go into my utilities. Uh, I don't really like this. <laughs> Fine, I'll take him. I took Brendan Rogers because oh, okay. I feel I feel like I feel that pick feels kind of blah to me, but um, I feel like I have a lot of steals, especially after I just took Rojas. Like I've probably one, two, three. I don't think Marte quite got twenty steals last year, but I think I have four guys who all got over twenty last year. Acuna got over thirty. So Marte was eighteen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Marte had a double hernia last year. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted like 120 games. Oh, Kettle Marte, you're referring to. Sorry, my bad, my bad. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought he was Starling. My bad. Oh, if you meant Starling, yeah, it was like. Yeah, yeah. Starling Marte. So I just felt like yeah. I had enough steals. So Rogers is kind of a guy who has not, where none of his value, he comes out fine in my rankings at this point, and none of his value is tied to steals. Yep. It does lock, now that does lock up your middle infield and your UT, yeah, right? Yeah, he's my utility now, yeah. Some value there. Again, you're splitting picks. You're going back to splitting picks. Yeah, yeah. I just did the one double up hitters and, yeah. Oh, Graveman, that's interesting. Well, I mean, Hendricks is going to be out for a while. It's, someone's got to close for him. Yeah. I mean, it's Ronaldo a debate. Lopez, between, yeah, I was just going to say, it's those are the two options. That's another new manager situation. Yeah, exactly. Automatic improvement situation, but yes. Definitely, but also, you know, we're going to learn, is it is he a one-closer guy? Is he willing to use matchups? I've loved Aaron Bummer for a long time. I think Aaron Bummer can be like 85% of Zach Britton. Um, and I he could get in that mix there. A random thought at this point. I don't love outfield and where it's at when you get no. late into drafts. I only have two of them, and yeah, I, I don't love. I don't love where outfield's at. That was where the uh, for me where the loot the new bar pick came in. Where I just I'm looking at the next five or six outfielders down. I'm like, you know what? Let's let's lock this guy up and figure out yeah. where we are. That's my fourth outfielder. Remember correctly. In a well, I guess I shouldn't give out this name just yet, so I'm going to shut up. Okay. Jeff, thanks for having me on. This is a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoy and glad you're enjoying it. I, I'm, it's great. It, the three man booth is better than a two man booth for this, for sure. Oh, for a two and a half hour project. Yeah. yeah. I do think we will stop at the end of this hour at the latest. Uh, we're in round 17 right now, so it might almost be done by that. I'm anyway. cutting out just so you guys know in about eight minutes to do a like a quick serious little interview and then yeah yeah that's the other reason why we do three-man booth there perfect yep detmers hmm. so we're starting to pick guys who really are good close. yeah picking guys who are close to the guys i like which is making mm-hmm. me nervous uh, but yeah this is detmers another guy like he had the no hitter and then he blew up second half he was fantastic i, I really think that staff's going to be is underrated going into this year Yep. Well, Myers just goes. <sighs> I like this guy better than the outfielder, so I'm going to take him. Ooh. You're a believer? I am. I am. I think this is a kind of a post-hype guy. If and It's mm-hmm. not even. I mean, he was. Yep, I think so, too. Yep. That's a good point. I think he's yeah. I think he's. I think tr- that's Tristan Cassis for people who aren't watching the draft board. By the way, yeah. we're talking about 
Um, I love his plate approach. I think he's a poor man's Vinny P and maybe not even poor man's might be very similar on a better ballpark. No less. Oh, come on. Yeah. Finally, I think you and I, I I got shamed a little bit in not taking Ruiz maybe, (laughs) but uh, I don't know. It's, 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 I mean, look, I was, I Billy Hamilton, like the fifth round of one of these 10 years ago. So yeah. I'm perfectly capable of being wrong about a guy like that. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, he's. It's interesting to see. He, Ruiz is his first reserve. He's already filled his hitting spots. Wow! And through 17. Wow. What? Holy cow! Yeah. That's a wait, lot wait, of confidence. Wait, so he has like three pitchers? Correct. Four, I guess. Well, three. No, yeah. Three, because he has a res- him on the bench. Yeah. Wow. He has Radon, Freed, Williams, and Sale. Radon, Freed. That is a risky approach, but hey. He's no catchers. Well, if he's got a group of late round. Podwells are taking a risky approach? Unpossible. I know. What are the odds? (laughs) I blame Justin Mason for that earlier. He's not in the draft. Yancey Diaz. It's not a bad one. I wrote about this guy today. Let's see if he gets to me. One pick. One pick. Did you that, do like that, your that is guys? Well is it was I it a your to, guys piece? No, it was a tout. It was a excuse me, a labor uh, preview piece. Oh, okay, kind of similar. At, yeah. Okay. No, well, you got your guy because they're. I'm gonna be wrong. Right. I'm wrong. Dead silence from the room. Oh. De La Cruz. Oh, he's solid. That's good. Yeah. The question is, is he going to play, right? Yep. It's such a bad outfield. It, it, it's either, it's either going to play or the pick's just a total boss. Yeah. Oh, Gabe Marino. Nice pick. It got a little dead for a while, but I'm really, these are some very interesting picks now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've hit the point where the floor doesn't matter right. quite as much. So you can reach out and try try some of these players. You take some swings, right? Yeah. I mean, you can still do the floor picks. Andy Diaz just went, so, I mean, you can still do those. But, yeah, you, you definitely don't feel as much pressure. Any um, teams jumping out at you, uh, aside from the three on this call? Yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't looked at the other ones too much so i don't far. do that typically that much yeah, unless you, there's I like a after. big board right in front of me like in like the nfbc or even at tout where i can see it i mean i just i've got enough stimuli in front of me that it's hard mm-hmm. enough to do i'm tracking my tool or i'm doing we're doing this uh live stream too obviously that makes it a little bit difficult too so but when i looked at when my draft tool said ruiz was an illegal player and i forgot that i put reserves into that as a possibility then I, oh mm-hmm. he needed it I can move him to no, all of his hitter spots are full. I can't move him to catcher. Okay. Um, so yeah, but I'll notice that sometimes, but in football, I think I can be more aware of it. Um, fewer roster spots and easier to track. Exactly. Right. I, I just, I happen to know because when, uh, when Ray took, uh, uh, Marino, I, uh, was realizing that I, really like his draft so far out of the out of the late spot yeah 
I like that Moreno pick a lot. I think he'll I think he'll get plenty of playing time there. I'd like to go off the board for a thousand. You can do it for free, Joe. Gallegos going, going Gallegos. Weren't you on Gallegos last year? Yeah, I just don't think he gets the job this year. I think Hasley pretty much locked it up. I don't know if he did. He's got the health concerns. I the way they were used last year. Gallegos picked up save opportunities late. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a timeshare. Well, I'm going to go with another speculative reliever in a timeshare. I had to look up which Roger, which T Rogers it was. I sure. Wait a minute. Oh man, I probably got the wrong one, didn't I? No, you did. You got the right one. Um, but I was just wondering. It could have been Trevor. Could have been the starter. Yeah. That's actually somebody who it could eventually be. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. Yeah, did you get the right one? Okay. Um, no, I I think he bounces back this year. The, hey boys, hey, I'm, Trevor, uh, Trevor. I'm jumping off for a minute to do this interview. Okay. Uh, say nice things about us. Or at least me. <laughs> All right. So if you, we, you don't have any opinions about anybody else's team, how do you feel about yours right now? Um, I feel like I'm chasing, but that I think that's the nature of 15 teamers. Um, a live draft at that uh, makes feels it feels like little... the talent runs out early. The hitting talent is running out. I there's a lot of pitchers I like still, but mm-hmm. unfortunately, I have hitting spots I still have to fill. Um. Yeah, uh, I got there's lots and lots of pitchers I like still, and not so many uh, starters that I mean hitters that I like, uh, and that means I need to dig deeper on the hitters. I think that's right. and that's important to know that. To know when when you're like, for instance, Finnegan, he he's the, unquestionably the Nats closer, and he just went this mm-hmm. late. I mean, I don't think he's is he though. I mean, he's not good. that good. Hunter Harvey sitting there. Yeah, not that, that's they're, a big they're, fan. Yeah. Oh, Langoliers. Now that's a nice pick. Yeah. I'm not going to take my second catcher this at this point, but you're waiting to round 38 or 39, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, you're, uh, you're up. I'll shut up. Yeah, I know. That's okay. So let um, people know that just check out joshian.com. I'm going to do an advertisement on, Je- on, Je- on Jeff's stream here. Joshian.com for the Joshian baseball newsletter that I've been writing since uh, about 15 years now. Not fantasy specific, but it's a fun baseball newsletter. A lot of people have been reading it, enjoying it. Check out joshian.com to subscribe to it. There you go. Good job. And we return the we return the stream to Jeff's various companies. It's a little off the board, but Ooh, there's a gamble. I think he starts in center field for them, especially now that Ruiz is in Oakland. And I think Somebody he runs a lot. That is okay. I like that. I just, I for me, I thought he was going to last longer. That, that's, I thought he would be around later. Oh man! I guarantee you, at least two of my reserves will be outfielders, though. I'm yeah. very uncomfortable with my outfielders right now. Um, so yeah, but I, I don't think there's any doubt that he plays. Well, you're Don. You're a little nervous about the playing time, but the with the hand, the wrist, McCarthy. Uh, yeah, he's going to play. I don't, and of course, he ran a ton late last year. Gurriel, but yeah, that's almost a platoon right there with McCarthy and Gurriel, no? Um, I, I think they both play. Okay. I, you got it Carroll, is crowded. You got Thomas. 
Kyle I think Lewis Thomas might start the year in the minors. And I, I, I think that's, that's my, that's my path to the maximizing playing time. If he, if he starts the year in the bigs, then it might be a little trickier for sure. Figure Kyle Lewis DHs. Uh, yeah. Kyle Lewis isn't very good at baseball right now. I don't know. I want to see him healthy and see what he does, but that's fair. Yeah. So it'll but be yeah, my you turn get, get. to do radio at in about 15 minutes, by the way. So nobody's invited me to yeah, do the Fred, show. Yeah, Fred will be next after that. Uh, but uh yeah. Ooh, no, let's steal. That's a last year's bum right there with uh, Grundahl. I like that. Yep. Yep, I agree. I've got him like for two bucks in the staff keeper league, and I'm just gonna pick because I picked him up late so after someone dropped him, and well, I'll, I'll hold on to him, I think. He's going to play. I mean, Sebi Zavala is not going to get the the, the job. Right. Um, is staff keeper OBP or average? Average. So that hurts uh, a little bit. Yeah, but it's only a couple. But still, bucks. you get 20, 20 homers out of catcher. I've got Contreras. I actually have William Contreras and Grandall for both. Like, you know, the total of seven bucks could keep your oh. cost too. But uh, no, don't get don't get me wrong. I have a bad team, but at least that aspect's good. I was gonna say that's a that's what nine bucks worth of catcher. That's a lot of that's a lot of value there. But still, that's yeah. what an eighteen team league still. I yes. was in it a years ago. Yes, you were. You have won it. I did. Yeah, you won it one year. I have no memory of winning it. Okay, well, I'm happy. Mm. Yeah, I won the staff keeper league. Boy, how far has Jack Flaherty fallen? Pick right. two sixty. He was he was in that mix where I took Rogers. I just I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I he really didn't even look good at the end of last year. But if he pops, he pops right. big. And that's where there's a lot of this down here at the bottom of this draft where the, if the pick hits, it's going to hit huge. Yeah. Miguel Vargas. I guess Fred's not worried about the finger. Yeah. Fred um, we do have the L spots. That's true. Thor. Okay. <laughs> Fits the theme. <laughs> I, lo- I-, I love making picks on air. That's always fun. Yeah. Been there before. I made one, so I was doing, I did a radio interview from the 6th Fairway at Brookside one year when we were doing Old Cathlon. It was Joe Cathlon yeah. back then. Couldn't think of it. It might have been before that. But yeah, I was, I don't think I'd try that again, to be honest with you. That was. I've done it. And it's hard to do. Or stunt cat. It's hard to concentrate. Even with AirPods, it's hard to do. Right. But one time I did it, put the phone down, stepped up, hit a drive. Another time I like did it and duffed, you know, it, it's both. A friend of ours remember holding out one time while doing one, I think. Yeah, uh, I don't think he was doing an interview, but he did He did hold out for Eagle. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, I do remember the only that. I've ever seen in person. Really? Yeah. This Dave, weekend, but Jason choked. Dave Sharon, my buddy, held a holdout from like 180 on our Myrtle trip. Oh, you, know, you know Dave. That's I right. know Dave. Yep, absolutely. I thought I could sneak in Bo Naylor kind of late, but... Uh, I guess nineteenth round is kind of late. Uh, I, you I know, about it. I wonder about the access to playing time now that they signed Zanino, who you know they yeah. value catcher defense so That's much. Fair. So I mean, they played Hedges last year, and Hedges can't out hit out hit you. So I wonder if they might. It just might be hard for Naylor to get in there. For sure. There's the thing about an early draft, and you know, our friend Scott Pinowski, you know, he's, he's he's in this draft, I should say, from Yahoo. He's always advocating for the earliest possible drafts. He yeah. feels that's a real differentiator among among uh, managers. I think so too. Oh, uh, I just saw a note on him today. Apparently, he's he's reworked the whole swing. 
Yeah. Yeah. It'll, it'll create some new ones, new holes. <laughs> so you're confident about back. Um, I, we, he was on our panel for factor fluke last year or are you buying or whatever we called it. We kind of rebranded a little bit this year at first pitch Arizona and talked about Jared Kelnick. Um, and I don't know. I mean, yes, he, he showed some signs of being able to recognize breaking pitches a little bit better, but emphasis on a little bit. I, I just, I'm skeptical. I, I, I'm skeptical because it was such a small sample so late in the year. I, I, I didn't really break down, didn't get granular to see which pitchers it was against, mm-hmm. but, and even then it was like, okay, his, so he improved a hitting 195. You know, right. I understand there's a, there's a, there's an upside, there's a ceiling there, but there's also a trip to Tacoma in there too. And, and they're I not need... going to mess. They're not going to let them fail again. I mean, they need to win games this year. Exactly. Exactly. So that's why I'm kind of, I'm a little lukewarm on him. Jeff's up. So I'm going to once again, advertise. No, I'm not. I'm just going <laughs> to damp for a little bit. It's interesting because you've talked about outfielders and it's getting increasingly thin since you brought that up. Blackman's gone. Kalenic's gone. Uh, Kelnick, I should say. Jock Peterson went last late last round. Uh, wondering what you're digging through here. <sighs> yeah. That's a good sound. Volume. Lots of volume. Uh, I'm debating two, two different guys here. Um, I think I'm going to go with Cub door concerned with playing time here, but I think Christopher Morrell at least can do a lot of things. We'll see. Well, I'd, le- be I'd be less concerned. I think because he can play all those positions, his playing time is probably in better shape. No, right. Ooh, Bryson Stott's a pretty good pick for the price yeah. if you're waiting on yep. second base. I like that pick. That's a smart choice. Um, but he doesn't play outfield, so it doesn't doesn't mean anything to me. But no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but but no, but like if Morel gets a bunch of playing time at third base, that helps you, irrespective of whether he's an outfielder or not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Hmm. All right, holding my breath again. I know who I want. Yeah. Um. Hudson. Who do you think closes for the Dodgers? Is it one person or is it going to be a committee? I think the Dodger save leader is not on their roster yet. Not in the organization yet. I think they end up trading for somebody, acquiring somebody. Andrew Painter, shoot. Oh, that's, that, that's... that could be like 80 really fun innings. Yeah. Or more even. He has a chance of making the team. I think Falter probably gets it first, but. You know, they... Taking the catcher who's not actually going to start the year in the majors, but. Well, Interesting. And he also doesn't qualify a catcher, I don't think. Well, he slotted here as catcher, so somebody's going to tell me I need to be legal. That's okay. Hopefully, somebody will jump up and tell me that. Uh, three games at DH, two at catcher last year. Uh, you should at least inquire into that. Not wait until you get to the last round of the draft and I have to take a catcher or something. So I'm really going to put this theory of I like a lot of pitchers late to the test because I'm still loading on hitters. Plan to probably do so again with my next pick. Hmm. 
hey, Kyle didn't take anybody I wanted. It's a Festivus miracle. <laughs> well played, sir. Thank you. Thank you very much. So I, I took two pitchers relatively early, waited, took five in a row, and I haven't taken a I haven't taken a, a, a pitcher in quite a while. Um, I really like that build. I think that where you took your pitchers is is very uh, fertile. Yeah, I think so too. It's been one, two, three, six hitters in a row now. Oh, I feel like I can do anything now. Let's get the high floor. Carrasco and then Gallo. Joseph. Guys, I'm back, so you can stop ripping my picks of Noah Syndergaard. <laughs> I just – Jeff, Jeff has to stop making nasty comments about Canadians. I just – please, you've got <laughs> it. It's awful. Uh, those you know nasty what? Canadians, they're so impolite. <laughs> yeah, you know, in true Canadian fashion, I'll, I'll apologize to Jeff for doing things that make him make fun of us. Yes, sorry. <laughs> All right, so I am going to be next on SiriusXM, so I'll let you two handle the conversation. And about oh, man, I got stories to tell you about Jeff, Fred. I bet okay. you do. Sorry, Some of them are even true. On air. Mm. It's after it's after ten o'clock Eastern. What's I got chances? Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Someone just got auto picked there, right? Really? Oh no, Hazed? no, he's that, that no, can't he possibly be an auto pick. Any, no, no, it wasn't near the top of the the queue. Yeah. No, the, the next person to go to auto pick is going to get stuck with Trevor Story. Yeah, that's probably unless they said a queue. Right, 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 right. In which case, there and it, there wasn't a little lightning bolt next to his name, so we're good. Okay. What does a little lightning bolt mean? Auto pick. Oh, I didn't know that. I think it happened earlier to PNO, and he's but he it came from his queue, so he's fine with it. It was like the draft software across the board; they're all so good now. They used some yeah, of them used to yeah. be really clunky. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, Fred, you're in trouble. My iPod just died. You're gonna have to fly solo. Okay, sounds good. Ruh-ruh. Sorry, man. That's okay. Thanks for having me, guys. Yep. No problem. Should we consider we'll wrapping end. it? Yeah, maybe we'll wrap it here then, Jeff. Yeah. I may not be witty enough to fly solo for the next 10 minutes at this point in the draft. I don't blame you. I'm on the clock, so I'll make my pick and then we can sign off here. Sounds um, good. What are you thinking? Another outfielder, probably. Um, there's a yeah. there's an adjective I'm thinking of right now. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about, so I'm not smart enough to figure that out. I will take a Philly center fielder, Brandon Marsh, instead. Okay. That's, hey, playing time and floor, man. Could run a bit. Yep. yep. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Um, hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in. Really yeah. appreciate it there. Uh, we really uh, had fun doing this. Uh, we did a little longer than we did before, and uh, I appreciate all the comments in there. And, you know, at one point, I think we got up to, like, 200 people, so it was, it was pretty cool to have in there there. Uh I'll post the link in the forum one more time so people can follow the draft results. And of course, uh, if you're listening after the fact, thanks for tuning in that way too, for this extra long podcast. Big thanks to Joe Sheehan from the Joe Sheehan newsletter and friend Zeke from Yahoo. And of course the Roto wire podcast on Tuesday nights. Uh, thanks again to uh, yeah, underdog and the fan tracks for being our sponsors as well. Thanks for listening guys. Take care. <laughs>